It just slips out sometimes. The other, the other day I was with my girl and I was like, ain't it? I was like talking about some shit. And she was like, ain't it? I'm just like, oh, fuck my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the accent came out? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're live. We're here. People were here flooding the chat. We're here, man. Back with a, another Mo Cheeks Monday on a Tuesday, as we tend to do lately. <laughs> Where the real eaters at? We are back, man. Listen to you guys. I will be the first one to tell you. So, so sorry. Apologies for not streaming yesterday. Isaac had a stomach ache, and we had to <laughs> take some serious precautions and make sure that he was okay. And we are all good now. Thumbs up right now. <laughs> Thumbs up? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of you guys in the chat were, why, well, why is the stream on Tuesday again? What happened on Monday? Blah, blah. I hear you. My bad. You, what you guys fail to consider is the fact that my tummy hurt and I was sleepy. That's why we had to delay it. I was a little bit sick, but we're back. <laughs> Listen, we're not always there when you call, but we are always on time. All right? We are, <laughs> we are always on time. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, we got people flooding in. I see you on the chat. Someone said boo-boo fart. Okay. <laughs> Grant says it's his, it's his birthday. Grant Morlock. Happy birthday to you, my man. Woo! Shout out, Grant. <laughs> As you guys see by the title today, we're going to do a nice, simple reaction stream. We're going to talk about all the biggest NBA news stories that happened in the past week. We're going to do a live draft like we did a couple weeks ago. We're going to do a live 20 questions game. You know, get a couple of those TikTok timey stuff in there. And at the end of the stream, we're going to react to your guys' hot takes. So you guys are going to spam them up in the chat. And we're going to let you guys know if you know ball or not. Real simple. Yes, sir. A lot, a lot of times whenever we do this, people don't know ball. I've, I've come <laughs> to know this. There's a lot of non-ball knowers out there. It's okay. <laughs> try to educate. A lot of bad takes, but we'll, we'll see some good ones too. Yes, and yeah, 50% of the takes are, 50 is crazy. 30% of the takes sometimes come from us, but it's okay. <laughs> You're learn. Yeah. Let's get straight to the, to the news. The first thing we got to talk about today, y'all, something that happened on, I think, Friday or Saturday. We haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. Luka Doncic scored 73 points, <laughs> which is a large amount, in case you guys weren't aware. And... Did you guys first off? Did you guys get to see this game live? Yeah, I dude. Not, I did not get to see this game live, bro. At that point in time, I was in DC, and I normal I normally just crash sometimes when it comes to games towards the end of the week, and I fucking fell asleep. I wake up on my phone. I see it's like I don't know, like twenty seconds left in the fourth quarter, and I didn't even really check like that. But I just saw the score. I'm like, okay, we lost, whatever. And I'm like, I'm up. What I miss. I'm like, oh my Your goodness. ass is always taking naps on NBA nights. What is wrong with you, you grandpa? <laughs> Every time I see a tweet, I just woke up from a nap. What happened? I'm like, why are you napping at 6 p.m.? Wake the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know, but that's the thing. I don't believe him, though. I, I thought I thought that the Mo would just say that just as like an engagement driver. He knows a bit. Like, yeah, he knows the game. I put it on God. I completely missed this game. Taking naps at 7 o'clock at night is day. also ridiculous. That Go to sleep. At that point, like, and that's coming from Donovan, who's old as fuck and will fall asleep in a moment's notice too. Like, if he's calling you old, you have problems. Do the math. If I sometimes I crash out in the middle or in the middle of the day or whatever, it's seven p.m. I'm up at four a.m., three a.m. doing something, doing the weirdest NBA nerdy geeky shit. I'm watching Carlos Boozer highlights. I'm watching. That is blasphemous. It's just like it, it happens sometimes. <laughs> it happens. I so can't is, control it. I, I do want to say though. This is two Carlos Boozer references in two weeks. Slow it down, right? <laughs> Slow it down. That's too much Carlos Boozer. <laughs> too much Carlos Boozer. Yeah, man. I got to see, I saw the second half of this game live. 
And as it happened, it was one of the first times watching, you know, in the past two years, there's been a lot of these 70 point games. I think we're up to four now in the past two seasons. This is the first time I was watching and I was like, can this motherfucker hit 81? What's the limit here? Like, it was crazy. The Hawks did not double team him at all. Well, I mean, you know, they did. Everyone double teams Luka, but like, they didn't overtly double team him until the fourth quarter, which at that point, he was already at like 65 and they were just like, you're not scoring 70 on us. We should do anyways, but this was crazy because like this was at a, such a higher pace than usual. Ten rebounds and seven assists. Like this is like probably the most impressive game from a ball handler since Harden's sixty point triple double. Pro- probably. Not probably. Pro- it definitely is, in my opinion. The way he eviscerated our de- Hawks defense, I'm the, I'd be the first one to tell you our defense is ass. All right, we don't guard <laughs> no one. We can guard the stool in your kitchen, bro. Like we can't do shit on that end, and we just don't try, and we're just like over with. But when we did attempt to make those adjust adjustments and make him see multiple bodies, multiple hands. It just didn't matter. He's doing all types of crazy ass escape dribbles and only moves that like a handful of NBA players along with his playmaking can do. And so it's just, he just had one of those out of body experiences and thankfully he had it against like one of the worst teams I've seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was so funny. Cause in the fourth quarter, when they started to double him, Luca's Luca. Like, it was not going to help him win at all. He was hitting the quarter three every time. There was a couple of big plays down the stretch where you got the sense that, like, you know, he, he's already at 68. He can push for 80, but then he starts on the hard doubles. And he could have forced some shots and tried to get it. But he just, real simple, threw the ball to Dante Exum in the corner, threw the ball to him hard away in the corner, splashed a three because, you know, the game was still close. It was just, you know, a lot of people like to have narratives about him being selfish and him being, like, too heliocentric. But, like, he did the opposite. When 80 was on the line, he still played his game, hit all the shooters that were open. It was a great game. Yeah, he could have won Carl Anthony Towns, but he didn't, right? Facts. That just kind of separates it. But also, sending a double, once you have 44 points in the first half or 43, whatever it was, you're seeing doubles from the moment the third quarter. You're seeing doubles from the moment the second quarter starts. Like, I, it's actually <laughs> hilarious that the Hawks are like, Dang, I guess we will send a double team when he's 65 points in. Like, uh, come on. Like, I'm going to yeah. need to do a little bit better, Atlanta. But, no, he was he was, he was was outstanding. It is very funny, though, that out of out of this game, you get the clip of him. He was coming downhill, and I forget who, who set the screen. But he basically just, like, walks into, like, a, a left-hand layup. And now you have that clip as, like, the NBA plays no defense now. Yeah. And so – yeah, he scored. He scored 73, 73 points. That's the highlight from the from the game. Yeah, this, this is like bad defensive clue. <laughs> and it's so funny that like that's been the talking point since then, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about that a little bit later. That's been like the big talking point is like we need to legislate defense back in the game, bring back hand checking. This has gone too far. Started because uh, I think it was Stephen A. Smith was up there like this is blasphemy. The Hawks are the worst defense I ever seen, and it's such bullshit. Like. I feel like for the past like month, every time we get up here on the pod and on the streams, I'm just talking about how like annoyed I am with the way we talk about basketball. But like, this is the latest example. Like, why are we talking about that and not this ridiculous game? Yeah, exactly. There's so many things to unpack when it comes to why we see this type of production, but that doesn't matter right now. When it comes to trying to figure out how to stop someone like Luka Doncic, I said it a couple podcasts ago. Your best hope is to knock his knees out with a crowbar. And clearly the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks failed to do that. Please, for the love of God, have they, they someone, to commit a have someone yeah. streak <laughs> across the court. Like, someone. Hey, like, they need to do something serious in order to have Luka discombobulated from his game. 
Some people in the comments are, are begging me to spam the soundboard. <laughs> you want us to spam? No! What the hell? That, that sounds atrocious. <laughs> no! What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. That is the Hawks defense. <laughs> yeah man so yeah the Hawks defense is obviously not good they allow the most shots at the rim in the NBA it's just get there as much as you want they have the worst transition defense in the NBA and Luka just diced them up and part of the talk I understand why people were like the NBA is so different now we allow so much high volume scoring because the league has legislated hand checking out of the game illegal defense uh, out of the game all the stuff that used to like make offenses worse um, well I said illegal defense bad, bad pull but you know what I mean yeah. and yeah. It's so overblown. Luka Doncic is a fucking god. Do you think in the 90s that just like the 1994 Clippers would be able to lock him up? No. He's one of the most talented ball handlers you've ever seen. And while, yes, part of it is rules, part of it is every NBA coach is smarter. They understand five-out spacing. They implement all the things building on X's and O's that teams in the 90s just didn't know. Players are getting better these days. They start learning principles from a young age. They understand all these things that just compound. Like, you're not going to solve this. And, like, the 90s defense isn't going to just lock him up no matter what the rules are. Yeah, I I agree, right? Oh but god, I, here we go. I'm, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> just just a, just a little bit because I do feel like there is some like validity to it because on so on the night that Joel scored seventy, Cat goes for sixty, and that's kind of where a lot of this started. Where everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, like all this scoring," and but on that night, it's like I went back and I was very calm about it because I was like, "Hey, there's been times in the '90s, right, in the '80s, where you've had." Multiple guys score 50, 60 on the same night. We, it's not like we've never seen this in the NBA before. But then Luka scores 73, and I was like, okay, like it's getting kind of crazy. Then P.J. Washington scores 48, and I was like, it's out of control. Like, it's, it's, it's uh, crazy. There's always going to be crazy it. weeks. Like, Everybody wants that, to overreact. There's always going to be crazy no, weeks. Know, like, the, the span of seeing like, the, the scoring outbursts like, back to back to back to back, it was a little bit jarring. And then yeah, having yeah. – there's been so many moments – over the last year, year and a half, where you have like four 70-point games, you have guys like PJ Washington going off for 48-50. We had a we had a night, I think either last year or two years ago, where like four people went for 50 in one night and it was a crazy explosion. You had the um you had the Kings Clippers game that nearly hit 200 points last last year. You had the Hawks Pacers game at the uh, start of this year where everybody was just going, 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 and it was like a straight video game. And so it is it is moments like that where the volume is, like in a regular season game, I think the issue is that the difference between a regular season game and a playoff game now is so jarring. It's so different because once you get to the playoffs and all the good teams start playing defense, then it's like this is so like unrecognizable from what we're watching from October to – you know, to April. And so I think the bigger problem, I know what you mean. And it's not, I don't think it's that simple. I think one, there's 82 games for each team. There's a lot of games for outliers to happen. And now with the, NBA scoring is up, but not because of rules and not because they don't prioritize defense. It's like I said, everybody's smarter. We have decades of analytics and X's and O's coaching that built on top of each other. And obviously the three point revolution made the game explode. And offense is more potent for those reasons for, you know, evolution of the sport. And when you're scoring more points, and you're talking about something that has a lot of big sample size for outliers, more points equals even more outliers. So there's just a ton of opportunity for big games like this to happen. I'm sure if we go back and look at every playoff series from the last six years, however long it's been since this, you know, like Rockets, Warriors era uh, evolution of the game started, 
I'm sure we can find playoff games as well that are crazy high scoring that would look fucking alien to 1990s fans. It's just the nature of the evolution of the game. Yeah. And I don't see and why we should implement defensive rules to negate that when it's not really a rule issue. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why we should artificially hold that back when that's just where the sports is going. Here's, here's the reason why, and I, I've, I've actually talked about this on my TikTok real quick. You know, you know what I'm saying? Shut I'm up. Like Donovan Smoot. I, you know, so, listen, I'll be posting videos sometime. But uh, okay. so the idea is like, in if you go back like 10 years or even, yeah, 10 years, 2014, a seven to eight point lead in that in that era or a 10 point lead that's something where it's like oh wow like is this team gonna is, like are they, are they gonna come back like it feels kind of monumental now a 17 somebody can get down 15 points you're like oh like we're chilling like unless that 15 point lead happens in like the fourth quarter in the last six seven minutes you're looking at this team and you're like oh like that's that's fine that's that's whatever and so there's a there's a lot of moments where sometimes these points don't necessarily feel as valuable because they're like, oh, they'll, they'll make it up. It's fine. And so that that feeling of watching the game and saying every possession matters or there's this like actual obstacle or like scoring seven points in a row going on a 7-8 run actually means something, that isn't necessarily there anymore. So I do think that that is something where I think a lot of fans are getting caught up on that and they attribute that to being anti-offense, anti-the NBA where – those two things just aren't lining up right now, you know? Yeah, I get it. And I, again, I understand. Uh, what do you think, Mo? I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at this. Simple as that, bro. Math is different now. If you take something that's worth 50% uh, com- compared to the other two-point shot, and if people take more of those, then, of course, like, points are going to, like, feel and leads are going to feel, like, less potent and less, like, oh, my God, like an uphill battle. So I understand where you're coming from now. Yeah, I get it. Like, everything, the reasons you're saying are correct. And, like, that's why people are feeling this way. It's just a, it's a lack of thinking about what's leading to these feelings and, like, jumping to the conclusion, like, defense is dead, we need to fix this and this and that. When, again, it's just a natural evolution of the game. And I don't think that it's an issue. You know what I mean? It's just where we're going. It's just, like, an unavoidable reality. You add hand checking back into the game. It's not going to solve that. You know, you maybe if you if you're of the opinion that we should add marginal defensive things to promote defense to try to nego- to level that back to where we've been historically, I guess a little bit is fine, but it's not going to solve it. You're never going to get back to where you were and like keep some kind of congruency from the past. It's never going to happen. I mean, it's just too late. It's just called advancement as a society. Humans are smart, <laughs> bro. That's just like saying, golly, man, I'm sick of my. I'm sick of my my electric Tesla that only goes like 350 <laughs> miles, bro. I remember when it could go like fucking 250. Like it just it's just we're meant to be better, get better, and there's no such thing as backtracking. Um, but something I would be a fan of if if hand, if hand checking was allowed. Now that would like screw yeah. a lot of things, and teams would just play entirely different. But something that yeah, I, and I, defensive three seconds shouldn't exist. Defensive three seconds should not be a thing. They should be able to camp out as long that as they would want. Be, yeah, that would be that would change the game completely if that was a thing. That's that two K mindset right there. <laughs> that would shave. I mean, that, and those two things together would shave off like maybe one or two points off of the average offensive rating across the league. So maybe that help a little bit and get us back to where we were like four years ago, which I, apparently is what everybody wants. We got a couple a couple donations. Matthew donated five dollars. He said Lamar Jackson is just NFL Harden. Tough. Don't have hey some man. thoughts on that. Hey man, hey man, hey man. Relax, relax. <laughs> leave, leave nah, wait quick question wait i'll ask this after the donuts is there any more 
and uh, Raxel donated $1. Offense is so much more advanced now, it almost feels like defense is non-existent. Yeah, well, the thing is, defense is also really advanced, and the things defenses do today are, like, incredibly smart and, like, have, like, made up for that a little bit. But again, yeah, there's just so many, there's so many high outliers. I don't people think that. But if you pay attention, defenses today are also incredibly advanced, and there's great basketball going on that side of the court, too. Look at the Knicks. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Yeah. Defense is still possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, but quick question. I've been seeing this conversation on Twitter. You guys are the football heads, or Donovan is a football head or whatever. Who is Lamar Jackson's NBA career comparison to you guys? I mean, uh, the Joel Embiid one's a layup. I don't know. Donovan probably has some thoughts about that because he hates Embiid, loves Lamar. So we'll see what you think. Damn. It, 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 no, I mean, it probably it probably is. Um, probably is Joel Embiid. It sucks. It sucks. Just, just because like... You said players like, like that? Playoff look... It's honestly probably hardened. It, it's it's probably Harden because I don't think Lamar has been as bad as Embiid, and Harden has had some like good playoff moments, but his, his chat saying Jerry end, West end, that is crazy. No, but like the <laughs> end of his the end of Harden's people are spamming Jaw. <laughs> nah, yeah, the, the, the end of Harden's playoff series is those are like bad. Like the the elimination game, those are bad, and that's probably the issue for for Lamar. So. Yeah, that's probably the closest one. I, mean, I guess we can move on to the next story. The NBA All Star starters were announced, and people were very opinionated about this because Damian Lillard was selected for his first starting spot in the All Star game as the East what? starting guard, uh, next to uh, who's the other one? Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese. This obviously, but a lot of controversy because Dame is having a relatively slow year, and people really, really, really wanted Jalen Brunson to be the starter. Mo, how did you feel? I know how Donovan feels. He can cry about it later. How did you feel, Mo? Yeah, nah. Um, I'm with Donovan. I'm going to cry with him, bro. You just wanted to cry on? I'm right here. I'm your guy. <laughs> I remember we did, I think, some shit on Bleacher Report, or maybe it was a live stream. I think it was a live stream, actually. I'm going to forget about that live stream. Um, but I had Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton starting, and I think I had maybe Tyrese and Maxi starting. And then I had Jalen Brunson being the first guard off of the bench. And I was so clear with you guys that Damian Lillard did not deserve to start whatsoever because of the non-Damian Lillard-like season that he's had and how so many other guards this regular season so far, even including to this day, have been playing much better basketball than him on a consistent basis. There's three guards, in my opinion, that have been playing basketball, and there's no like real argument against that. Those being Brunson... Halliburton, of course, and Maxi. Man, that shit should have been Donovan Mitchell easily. People, him too. I, I forgot about him. I, I would have picked Brunson over Damian Lillard. I don't think Brunson is his fucking lock that people are acting like. It's not some Greek travesty that's a 25-point-per-game score and five-assist guy on the five-seed isn't an all-star starter. Is he deserving? Sure. Is he such a lock that we have to fucking throw the pitchforks out and go crazy because the guy averaging very similar stats, albeit less efficient, less impactful, on the two-seed got it? No. It's not the biggest deal in the world. I think Donovan Mitchell should have got over both of them. But Dame getting it isn't, again, this isn't Shea getting robbed. Brunson's having a great season. He should be an all-star. He's not some lock to be a starter. I don't know where that came from. He's saying pipe down, Donovan. What the hell are you going to say? Pipe the fuck down, everybody. The internet needs to pipe (laughs) the fuck down and relax. Brunson's getting his dues, getting his respect. He doesn't, we don't have to be so dramatic about it just because we want to love him. Like, we can love him and say he's an all-star lock without acting like he has to be a starter or the world falls apart. You done? Uh, go ahead. I, I still can, Don. Go ahead. T- t- tell me why I'm wrong. The fact that Damian Lillard is an all-star starter is disrespectful to all-star starters. 
They're <laughs> damn even, across a, even putting Brunson aside. Like you said, I when we did our ballot, I had D Mitch as as the starter. There's three other guys that should be above Damian Lillard to be the starter. And if you really want to get spicy, you could put four. You could say that Trey Young deserves a starter spot over Dame. Oh, we're lassie. Y'all are so dramatic about Dame. All I'm saying, is it not? First of all, you had Dame and Trey Young in the same category. All I'm saying is that if you want to make an argument that Trey Young has been better than Damian Lillard this year, that argument is there. That's not ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Take the 12 seed. Like, come on. That isn't that. And Dame and Giannis have just been so tumultuous that their coach just got fired. Like, and through the tumultuous, <laughs> they're so good that they're still the two seed. Like, he's average. He can, his efficiency is low. He's had pr- rough shooting stretches. Why are we acting like he looks like Chris Paul this year? He's averaging 25 and 7. I know it's not to level of Dame as we expect. Even a washed level of Dame is still an incredible, clear all star. This is where, this is where, but, and, and, yeah, and, obviously, right. and obviously, I'm not accusing you of not of, of doing this. But this is where, like, you just got to watch the game. He just doesn't look the For same. For sure. The shots just, aren't falling the same. Correct. That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. Brunson, 100%. If the, if the decision came between Brunson and Damian Lillard, it 100% should have been Brunson. If that I agree. Is, if, that is, if that is where the versus is at, Brunson should win that 10 times out of 10. If it comes down between Brunson, Mitch, and Dame, then we can start having conversations, and that's fine. But there's one guy that shouldn't have been a starter, and he ended up being the starter purely, <laughs> purely because of his name, purely because he was like the legacy guy, and everybody yeah. gets and everybody got like tricked from the numbers, thinking that he's still the same old Dame Lillard. That's not he's still good, right? He's still really good. I don't want to make it seem like he's bad, but he's not the same guy. And yeah. the stuff and the stuff that everybody else is doing is amazing. It's fantastic. But he just shouldn't have been the he shouldn't have been the pick. Yeah, I get it. And I agree. He shouldn't have been the pick. I just don't think that Jalen is such a lock that it's like, you said 10 out of 10 times should be him. Like, I'm not so dramatic about it where I'm like, it's absolutely insane. But I get it. I would have nudged Brunson too. And the thing is, coaches and media members agreed. Or not coaches, uh, players and media members, two-thirds of the vote agreed. Brunson got more votes there. Dame won, like you said, because of the fan vote, which is, you know, a literally a popularity contest. So that's like, literally is half of the battle is popularity. So... We're throwing a lot of hoopla about something that is quite literally a popularity contest. So to me, it's a bit of wasted energy in that way. We literally know that's why he got it. But yeah, I I, I understand it. And this is why the fan vote needs to be abolished. Oh, no, no. Okay, now you don't want to have fun. Yeah, it's not that that serious. The, the The funniest part to me is that after this week... We will never fucking discuss the all-star starters again until this time next year. We spend two weeks every year giving a fuck about all-star starters, and then for the rest of NBA history, nobody ever gives a shit if you started or a reserve. All that matters is if you're an all-star. Nobody's ever... Th- think it back to Damian Lillard's 2019 all-star. Do you remember if he was a starter or not? I doubt it. Maybe you do now because it's been, it's been, popu- it's been like said that this is the first time starting, but nobody remembers the starters after this week. That's not, that's, not, that's not what it's about. That's not what this is about. <laughs> we, it's it's, it's about really complaining not. and getting the day, getting your mind off of your tough day, bro. This is, <laughs> the NBA consistently gives you something to, to bitch about and get your mind <laughs> off of things. And this is what we need to complain about right now. And that's all we do as NBA fans. All we do is bitch these days. I feel no, so old. It's not, even about, it's not even about that. You Being, being an all-star and the fact that this is like in oh the God. middle in the middle of the season it's something to where like it's an award and it's an honor and this is a very right now type of thing right like it's 
it's the all all NBA is an all season award, and at this yeah. point, all star kind of is too because of how late it is. But the all star is for this year, right now. It's okay if we don't talk about like who's the starters in two years. But I don't think that because we don't talk about it in three years, that that makes it any less of a travesty that Damian Lillard <laughs> is the over. It's a, no it's travesty. A that's what, that's what, this is what I'm talking about. I get it. It sucks. I understand. You're a Knicks fan. You're gonna want want your guy to get his recognition. I understand. But travesty. Shakespeare travesty. Have written anything more tragic than this. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I get it. I mean, maybe it's just me. I'm, I'm always prone to being like, this shit doesn't matter. So I understand. I, you're allowed to care. I'm just like, travesty? Like, come on. It's not that serious. Is a travesty? We have over 700 people in this goddamn live right now. And only 237 of you folks went ahead and left a like on this live stream. Correct. Shame on you. Go ahead and leave a like. <laughs> You call yourself a crying eater? I should chant. I should snatch your crying eater chain off of you right now. We don't have five hundred likes. That is not what crying. That is blasphemous. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. You better. Shout out to Maul Tiffin five dollars. He said, "Hot take. By the end of the decade, KD will be out of the top twenty of all time. Giannis and Jokic will overtake KD, and people will protect will project Wemby, Luca, and so on. Maybe SGA over KD." I think we're at the stage where KD's in the late parts of his career and isn't quite the player he used to be. But still around, and we're used to him too much, and we're definitely taking him for granted. Let's relax. KD's incredible. There's no reason to project Shea Gildas Alexander to overtake Kevin Durant all the time. Let's relax a little bit. That is I mean, nuts. He wants to get KD out of here as fast as possible. You get some MVPs. Don is dying <laughs> for this shit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Everybody else, right? Luca's, Luca's about to do it. He don't have no rings, no MVPs, and everyone's already projecting. Let Shea get an MVP, get some rings. We might have to have some conversation. <laughs> No, but I mean, I can see Jok- I mean, I can see Jokic and Giannis passing him. Wemby, will, if he becomes a top fifteen player, will shock nobody. They already. Luke, Jokic already it, passed him. Not yet, but he, they're getting there. They're getting there. Hey, but sorry, buddy, it happened. Out of the top twenty of all time, I doubt. But if you tell me he falls, if, if we look back five years from now and say KD's like the seventeenth or eighteenth best player of all time, I guess it won't be that surprising. So mm. W take, sure. Out of top twenty is a bit much, but we'll give you W take for that one. Let's move on to the next story. Julius Randle. Let's stick with the Knicks talk. Let's just get Donovan all his Knicks talk out of the way. Let's, you're the main character right now. Julius Randle is out with a shoulder dislocation. He's expected to be sidelined several weeks, but luckily not months. No severe damage. How are you feeling, Donovan A. Smith? I thought down to my knees when I heard the news. You guys, you guys know that my oh love my for Julius Randle is extremely conditional. And it means, that, and it means that whenever Damn. he plays well, shout out to you. And when he doesn't, I want him traded. And again, it has nothing to do with him. He just came at a wrong time in Knicks history. But he was hooping this year, yeah. right? He's an all. He's he should be an all star. Um, and right now, I'm just very curious to see what the Knicks are doing. Right now, we're playing the the Jazz. Right now, we're up by six. With the way that OJ and Anobi has fit in, and he's also you know missing some missing some time as well. I think that two things are about to happen. One. We are going to see Jalen Brunson either elevate and keep this Knicks team afloat, which is going to push his, you know, all NBA status on, on, you know, third team, second team, whatever. And then this is a very, very important time for seeding because the Knicks are within striking distance of the four seed of even potentially the three seed if they can get hot. And I just want to see if we can maintain and see what happens. But the fact for Randall, I'm kind of upset because if he's not healthy, 
like fully healthy by the time the playoffs comes around, this will be yet another playoff run where he enters it injured. And that's that's going to be a little bit frustrating considering how well he, he's been playing this year. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, somebody in the chat said my mic is too low. Are they trolling? Yes, they are. You are perfectly fine. And okay. I low? Somebody said, somebody said that I was low. No, I try to, move, I try to move closer. I feel like they're trolling us. I don't know. Who knows? People always say shit like that in the chat, uh, trolling in the chat. I, I think we're fine. Maybe my, my uh, soundboard's low because I made it too loud in the pod last time. But I think my volume should be good. Someone said Isaac's loud. Yeah, if anything, I'm too loud. I'm actually maxed out. I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone said Isaac is too loud. Yeah, I'm always louder than them. It's hard. You guys are always too quiet for me. Ah, I feel so sorry for the Knicks. If this, I don't think, well, I can't say this because hindsight or whatever, but if something like this was to happen with Julius Randle and he just got hit with the, with a massive injury bug, I feel so sorry for Knicks fans because you're actually putting something together and somehow, some way, Julius Randle just catches whatever Joel Embiid happens to have when it comes to injuries <laughs> and something is beating his ass internally face ankle knees like it's just putting him through it and for the knicks i've looked at them in an entirely different light compared to the start of the season of course because of uh, ogen and trading such an impactful player but they've genuinely put themselves in position to like make an upset happen in the playoffs and that wouldn't be surprising to me at all so can yeah. can i say one more thing can i say one more thing right Please now do Right now, because I, I just checked. I didn't check the standings this morning. The Knicks and the Sixers are tied for the third seed in the in the West right now. They are, or they, they are the same amount of games back of the one seed. Yeah. So, Knicks are playing right now. They could, they could win tonight. We are yet to see if Joel Embiid is going to play tonight against the Warriors. And let's say that the Sixers lose and make it four straight losses. There's a very real world where the Knicks are the three seed tonight. And they're only two games behind the Bucks. Who, if they can't get it together, right? If they if they go on a two three game losing streak real quick with Doc Rivers, the Knicks might be the two seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, man, they're the Knicks guys. keep on thriving, and I hate it. God damn it! I told y'all oh before the season, and y'all lied to my face. Y'all yeah. told me that the Hawks were gonna be better, and I told y'all right. we're so off the Hawks. Fuck you, man. The Hawks, we're so off them. I we're, said we're... it. <laughs> y'all, I uh, I took the audio, y'all. Y'all, let me know what you think. I made them much louder and I made myself quieter. Let me know if this is better. But yeah, I agree. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the Knicks at length on the pod this week. So I don't want to get uh, too much into it because I have a lot to say about them. I don't I want to say some for the pod. But I agree. The Knicks are on the verge of being a great team legitimately. There's obviously gonna be question marks about the high end talent come playoff time. But the, with the way they've been playing over the last 15 games with OG Anobi and the level of defense they got, they're as good as anybody in the East outside of the Celtics. And yeah, it, it just sucks if Julius Randle's not there to. Like, you know, just, like, limit the small chance they have of making a push. Because it's yeah. so funny because, like, you said you're a Fairweather fan of his. Beginning of the year, I wouldn't even call that. You were, like, hating this guy the first week of the season. And I he told turned you. It around. It's, condi- it's purely conditional. It's, <laughs> that, I love that's, the that's transparency. Yeah. It, but, but it's only with him. Everybody else, I love to death. But Julius, purely <laughs> conditional. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, again, we're going to talk a lot about the Knicks on the pod this week. So we'll leave it there. And... We're going we're gonna to break down this team in depth because they are doing some very special things right now on the defensive side of the ball. Good grief, man. Talk let's to move, me, man. Let's move to a story on the other side of the New York teams. Kevin Durant says he doesn't want to tribute video from Brooklyn. I didn't feel like I stayed there long enough. I didn't put in enough work. I didn't have a lasting impact. How do y'all feel? Do you th- I okay, kind of like Do you this? think he deserves it? 
I think he deserves it, considering the trend of the Hell NBA no. over the last few years and how the <laughs> most random NBA players just get tribute videos and shit like that. I think he deserves it. He qualifies for that. But at the same time, let's bring Shane back into the society. A tribute <laughs> video is not needed for everybody whatsoever, you know? Yeah. But I understand it. I understand it. I understand why Nets fans would want to give it to him or that organization. Isaac, do you think he deserves one? Okay, well, so first of all, you know, my real answer is I don't fucking care. But <laughs> if, you're asking me and I, if you're asking me and I have to care, no, I guess not. I mean, if he doesn't think he deserves one, he's probably right. <laughs> he didn't, nothing happened when he was there. He's only there for a few years, one of which he sat out, one of which they got fucking bounced by the Celtics. He had a really good year that year they lost the Bucks because the foot was not aligned, which, like, shout out to him. The Nets should remember you fondly for that year. I don't know if in this... Here's the thing, though. People get tribute videos for anything, so I don't know where the line is for who deserves the tribute video. But if we're going off of, like, would I give him one? No. Listen, I just saw, I watched OKC's game last night, and they were giving their ticket ladies and, uh, like, security guards or whatever a whole tribute thing at halftime. So yeah, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Generous. Where's the line for tribute videos? I don't know who deserves <laughs> one. Like, I mean, if Tyler Hero got traded today, would he deserve a tribute video going back to Miami, making Hell two finals runs? No. See, I, I, don't know, no. I, don't, I don't know where the line is. See, like, I don't oh. know. Like, what do, what does a tribute video mean? <laughs> we just had a conversation 20 minutes ago about the NBA instituting rules to set us back to where we were. KD is the line of where we need to go back to. If Kevin Durant does not get a tribute video, then there is no reason for any of these other players, right, mid-players, to get a tribute video for, for a team that they used to play on. Somebody said Kevin Durant has more, had more trade requests in Brooklyn than playoff series one. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, they only, like, won, they only won one. Yeah, that, that that that's surprising because like they were so. That's surprising. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah, he completely that's missed the, his and first. That's, and that's the yeah. guy that we're supposed to be giving a tribute video the whole time was tumultuous, and obviously not everything was because of him. Some of it was because of Kyrie, but that was your man. You brought him there, so like yeah, <laughs> everything falls on you. You don't. It's. It didn't go well enough to where we can look back on that Nets. That whole Nets era is the biggest what if in NBA history. It's not something that's like we can celebrate uh, yeah. about like that that time. Chad, what do you think, Chad? Let us know. Do you guys think Kevin Durant deserves a tribute video? I've run a poll, but I want to see you guys in the chat more. I feel like polls limit you guys in the chat. I'd much rather see what you think verbally. Fuck a poll. But yeah, yeah. I agree. I again, I don't know what what it, what it means, but if he thinks so, I think so. Go ahead. He's one of the greatest players of all time. He probably deserves it. Like, whatever. It doesn't mean much, though. Like, a two-minute video or two, three-minute video. Oh, a delayed start time of the NBA game. Like, oh, who cares? It doesn't Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Chat, we're at 400 likes right now. Roughly. 393 to be exact. 800 of you are in here. Right? Ugh, I can't talk at all. 800 of you in here right now. Can you get us to 500 likes in the next five minutes? I think you probably can if you try hard enough. But Please do. Yo, Spam, I'm seeing a lot of this is a lot of uh, a lot of no's, but also some yeses. I feel like this is a very uh I see a lot of hell no's. I think that's kind of crazy because if you look at Nets history over the last what do we call it, like 10 years, what do they have to show for it? Someone said what no, he has no get. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's spamming up that the Rockets beat my Lakers yesterday. I don't give a shit. The Lakers suck. I'm not, I'm not invested right Damn. now. Damn, <laughs> yeah, you guys are losing to the Hawks right now too, but that doesn't mean they're losing thing. right now to the Hawks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah like they suck. 11 and a half. I mean, yeah, they need to blow it up. They're down by 11? Jeez. Oh, my God. I, have a, I thought it was 2 or 3. Wow. I love it. I'm yeah. releasing a video tomorrow. I'm releasing a video on my channel. So go subscribe. You'll see in the link on our thing. True. And I eviscerate the Hawks in that video. So them beating the Lakers is hilarious. 
Ah, man, that just might be my NBA finals, bro. Tonight might be the night. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to find solace in something. You don't have a lot going for you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Tyson at starting at the three for you guys. Leave me alone, bro. Your your <laughs> your Warriors are going straight straight past me. Not not hitting me one bit. <laughs> I care Listen, less man. about that team than anything right now. They suck. This win means everything to me. It's okay. <laughs> Y'all, next story. Ben Simmons is back. The boy has returned. Oh, before we get to Ben Simmons, we got some donations to get to. We'll talk in depth about Ben Simmons' return yesterday. Ham said, love the video, guys. Also, Mo, don't think we forgot the last stream. Show us that college degree of yours. <laughs> it's non-existent. Isaac, we'll screen this bitch real quick. Uh, okay. He had it ready. Oh, my God. Little you got pop. that shit shipped to you? <laughs> oh, my Thought God. Thought it was planned. Thought shit was sweet. Ha! Muhammad ha, Coker, ha. the government's out there. Muhammad Coker. Ha! <laughs> Georgia State University. Ha! <laughs> and I got my grad picks too. Someone said Mo stole that degree. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Next one's uh, Aiden Boone 2000 donated $1. <laughs> Love your videos, guys. Am I the only Celtics fan that feels like the Celtics aren't an S-tier contender because Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum saga is not working, Porzingis is lacking the health, and the rim scoring and depth is not where it needs to be? You were not the only one. Wow. I agree. Good I don't night. know if I... They're, they're still an S-tier contender, but I have serious doubts about them that everybody else seems to be ignoring for some reason, and I have major doubts about them come playoff time, but that's a topic for another day. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. They're thriving. Somebody, somebody said there must be a bad school then. <laughs> they, they said they said Georgia State has a one hundred percent acceptance rate. Oh no, that's crazy. <laughs> Mo printed out at Staples. <laughs> I dare you to go ahead and attempt to go ahead and get into GS. You'll get denied, chat. Bro got the degree off at Temu. <laughs> Instead of putting this energy in, he got a degree in analyzing dude. men. <laughs> Those are serious allegations. Okay, let's not get like in the chat, y'all. 467 likes. We have 830 people in here. That is embarrassing. Let's go ahead <laughs> and get you 600 minimum in like the next few minutes. Please. <laughs> celiac, uh, celiac Lover Girl donated $5. What changes could you see the Boston Celtics making before the deadline? It's been reported that they've been active on the market and it's clear that this team is strong but flawed. Any non- uh, non-roster changes you'd make to the team. Non-roster? I don't know what that means. Like coaches and stuff. No. Fire Missoula. Yeah. I no. Would. Yeah. Well, you're you're ridiculous. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. They they they're in a limited. They have a limited money to move, so it's gonna be somebody small, like an Andre Drummond, a Nick Richards, some kind of big like that. I think they need like a four, but I don't know who's out there in their price range. They're in a precarious situation. Dude, shout out to her. She stays donating. It's like every single stream. I don't. I forget a lot, but every single stream, she literally donates to Ask a Question. Alina, shout out to you. Shout out to you. I don't even know if that's a she or not, but appreciate you. Thanks for the five dollars. Anyways, next thing we can do. Ben Simmons returned. He had eleven points, ten rebounds, and eight assists in I think it was like nineteen minutes or so. Looked legitimately really good. How are y'all feeling about the return of the boy? Uh cool. Like eighteen <laughs> minutes is tough. I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time. Isaac, I'm in debt right now. At the beginning of the season, I put my entire savings into Ben Simmons' stock. Broke as fuck now. 
right? <laughs> he looked great all, yesterday. I'm you're on the, you're, you're, oh, you're up. He looked great yesterday. Yes, 18 minutes, and we're like 55 games or whatever into the season. What do you mean? He's, he's not going to come back and play 40 with his first game back after missing like eight weeks. Of course, he's going to come back on an restriction. More. To, I need to see this on a consistent basis. Good. My stock well, is duh. Right. Yeah, it's Ben Simmons. Of course, he's not healthy. It would be nice to see him every game, but he's not. Like, it's, it's know, a good so sign for his first game back. It's, it's nice. It's a great sign to see, but I'm not getting too excited. The last time we did, I shot myself in the foot. <laughs> shot myself in the foot. <laughs> I'm not getting no, he excited. looked great. We're seeing the, the, he still has the speed and the vision in the front in the transition game is still one of the best in the league. He's great at that. We'll see if the rest of the game can come back around, if he can hit that level of defense he once had, if the scoring aggression ever comes around. Who, probably not. The, the, the days of him being the star he once was are gone. But it's, it's just nice to see him back on the court doing productive things. It always makes me happy. He's, I'm tired of him seeing I'm tired of seeing him put that shit on. But <laughs> Got mad Gucci sweaters. I've seen them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the whole fucking summer 2024 collection. Now, question. Does this change... Any expectations or outlook that you guys have for the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> what expectations are there for the Nets? <laughs> Not at all. Is he a game changer for the Nets? What what game I mean, are they playing to change? I don't even know what their goal is. If you think that if you think that he's gonna be <laughs> consistent, like like if you think that he's gonna be there every game, then maybe, right? But at the same time, they still have they still have the same problem, which is they have a whole bunch of forwards, right? They don't their team doesn't necessarily fit. And if you add Ben Simmons into that, now you don't once again don't really know what the what the plan is. Like they have to make moves in order to actually like establish their plan around Ben Simmons. So no, I don't. Their plans uh, should be just vibes. Ben Simmons coming back makes me happy because that means that, <coughs> that I get to watch less Spencer Dinwiddie minutes. So that's a <laughs> win for everyone. Yeah, man, they got the first super team full of role players. Like it's just like all attractive role players. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the, what happened to the 2015-16 Hawks? What? <laughs> Erasure. God. Okay, the second <laughs> super team full of role players. And so, like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're very at, true. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to see what they can do. And listen, if Ben Simmons can be this level of player, like this is a no. This is again one game, one half a game worth of minutes where he looked good, and we're seeing an approximation of what we'd like to see him for him long term. If he can be the Ben Simmons we not know and love, because, again, those days are gone, but if he can be productive, Draymond-esque player on offense, it's another, you know, one of many solid players they have. You, you They're going to try to do the whole building from the middle thing and be solid until eventually the time comes they can make the right move to get a star or whoever. It's just, it knows more of the same for them. Nah, yeah. man, it's time to blow it up. This is this is going no. nowhere fast. I I, f- I feel for Nets fans because you're cap locked to being. You have to be good. You have to be okay, or else you give the teams that you traded away your picks to, aka like the Houston Rockets, more leverage, and you make their fans and their organization look like geniuses, and you guys look like a bunch of nematodes. So yeah, you just gotta keep rock out for the next three years. Quite literally, they're in hell. Exactly. Like, they, what are they gonna blow it up to? Blow it up to for what? They don't have their pick. Like it's just, this is tough. Yeah. Just be mid, bro. It's okay. Bro, <laughs> Yeah, man. Anyways, next story. The Miami Heat have lost seven games in a row. Damn. We know we just did the power rankings episode. And last week, whenever they started, uh, they got Terry Rozier. They'd already lost two times in a row. We were starting to make the list. We were like, all right, well, we'll see what they're going to do, right? They lose a third game in a row. We record the episode. At that point, it was three in a row. Since then, they've lost four more games. 
and have just continued to skid. Their offense is the worst in the league by far in the month of January. It's like four points worse than the next worst team. They can't score at all. Every he fans are pissed at Jimmy Butler for not trying. They can't buy a three. Bam's taking his regular midseason fall off like he does every year. They're down bad. Uh, you got Tyra Hero being kind of sassy, talking about some, yeah, man, I'm just trying to play my role, take <laughs> less shots off the dribble and do catch. He does not talk like that. <laughs> he sounds like he's from Houston. He was sassy. Like he. <laughs> 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 he was sassy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> man, <it's> zero. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> but Miami's in the trenches, bro. Like this is the most down bat that they we've seen them ever in the Eric Spolstra era. And now, do they make any rational move? I don't necessarily think no. so. I think if there's a coach in the NBA who can figure some shit out, I am 110 percent taking Eric Spolster to figure that shit out. Listen, yeah. ask me ask me if am I am I do I care that they lost seven games in a row? Yes, I obviously care. Nobody should be losing seven games in a row that we think can actually be a uh, a title contender or at least a, a conference champion contender. Am I worried? Not at all. This is fine. <laughs> I I don't and the only time that I will be worried about the Miami Heat is whenever they are the 11 seed. If they are not in the play-in, then I'll be worried. But up until then, the sky is the limit for them. They understand when to turn it on. They have it. They have that like switch internally. So right now they're just getting Terry right acclimated. They're trying to figure out how it's going to go. Once Bam comes back up, once Jimmy decides, all right, it's about time to start playing real basketball again. They're going to be okay. And it's everything's going to be fine. Yeah, they're currently the seventh seed, twelve games back from one. The Pacers are the sixth seed, and they're nine games back. So they're a three-game block from seven to six. And then you go to the Cavs at five. That's another two and a half games. Like they're quickly losing ground, and looks like they're going to be in the play-in race come pretty soon. Which you know we predicted, and I got eviscerated for it because they were good for a little while. And I told you I was wrong, but maybe I was right. Who knows? We'll see. But, the same thing. I, I said the same thing. I said they were going to be in the plane, that the offense was going to be trash, yeah. and I overreacted and apologized too early. Now, the problem is I also thought the Hornets would be better this year, which... <laughs> that, oh, my God. That, that part, was a horrendous thing. That part that. wasn't very good. I'll say that. Well, we got, some, we got some donations are piling up to address. That one guy donated $3. If you guys had one or two trade targets that you'd want to see the Mavs realistically get, who would it be? Uh, thanks for always making the great pods. Keep working fun. Appreciate it, man. The Mavs, I don't know. Who do you guys think? Jeremy My Grant. target? Yeah, exactly. I was going to leave that. Yeah. Um, Donovan brought that up one of the one of the last podcasts that we did. Jeremy Grant to the Dallas Mavericks would be huge because they have an absolute zero in uh, Grant Williams, who filled, not filled up a lot of money, but he took a little bit of their cash base or whatever, and he has done absolutely nothing for them 50 games into the season. And having someone like Jeremy would unlock so much for them on the offensive end. Now, with Jeremy be okay in that like position being the third guy on offense again i don't know but should, he, should they do it still for sure yeah, yeah i think i think at this point he would he's he's gotten his second big contract so i like the money's going to be there do you want to go and play off of luca and kyrie and probably get the easiest shots that you he spent the last three years being like oh i want to be the number one option playing in in detroit and portland and all these poverty franchises Go play with actual superstars. Get the easiest 20 points of your life, and you can still make $35 million? Yeah. 
I think he would like that. For, for the Mavs, they need that as well. They need that front court versatility. And like Mo said, Grant Williams had a very nice first 10 games, right? Maybe had everybody fooled. And then he turned into a worse version of Grant Williams. So <laughs> they need help badly. All right, let's fly through these rescue donations. Aiden Boone, 2000, donated another $1. Should Jalen be traded before or after the playoffs? And where to make the Celtics a true rounded contender? No, probably not. There's probably not a trade out there for right now. They're good. Yeah, Jalen Brown trade isn't on the horizon. They just, they just gave him a ton of money. That's not happening anytime soon. Giannis no. Enjoyer1 tipped $1. He said someone in the chat said, Don looks like Ryan Clark, and I can't see it now. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I haven't thought about that one. That one's kind of funny. <laughs> right, the hat, with the hat on. Here we go. Mike too. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> that was not terrible. Ryan Clark is a, has like a, a very narrow face. So if you like got like two symbols and it's like crashed it on Donovan like a Looney Tune <laughs> and he was like, then you'd probably get Ryan Clark. I like that one. That's not that I bad guess. at all. <laughs> a non tip $5. The Celtics put up 81 in the first half tonight and they put on a ball movement clinic nearly every night. How come y'all don't discuss them more or give them their laurels as the top team in the East? We discussed them plenty, and we have said nothing but they're the top team in the East. I don't know where that's coming from. The whole season. <laughs> they're my championship pick. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've never said they're anything less than number one in the East, so maybe you just missed Bro. that in the, in the full pods, but we all respect them. Besides Bro me. wants this to be a Celtics podcast. How much more praise can we get them, bro? I know. Damn. There's nothing to talk about them. Like, they're just by far the team to beat out there, so like it is what it is. Lemon tip $3. He said, when it comes to the Knicks, the big real worry I have for us is the fact that we don't necessarily have the playoff experience that the teams around us do. So my expectation is we lose in seven games in the second round, and that's already good progress. I agree. So seven games in the second round is about what I think should be expected, unless they get the right matchup and they can make the conference finals, which is very, you know, if you get to the second round of game seven, you can make the conference finals. So I think that's about where they are, that line. I what agree. Do, what, do you mean, what do you mean not, not playoff experience? Julius Randle has been in the playoffs. This entire team made the playoffs last year, won a playoff series. Jalen Brunson has been to the conference finals. OG Ananobi has, math, has a, a lot of playoffs. Exactly, like. This team is perfectly fine. Tom Thibodeau has coached for years, has made the playoffs for, for years with several different teams. I, I, experience is not the problem with this team. It really is. Do you think that Brunson and, and Randall can elevate to some level of like top 10 players in the league type of production to actually win a championship? But experience is not the, that's not the flaw. Ugh, just got the email in my apartment reminding me to pay rent. Fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Leave a like on the stream, please. <laughs> Adzel tip one dollar. My Spurs beat the Wolves, lost to the Wizards, but we beat the Wolves. Correct. I watched that game. It was incredible. In the first quarter, a bird got into the stadium, and their mascot, who was wearing a Batman costume, chased it around with the fucking big net. It was hilarious. Hard, incredibly hard. That was a fantastic moment, bro. That was a great game too. I watched the whole thing. I went back and watched it. Fantastic game. Wemby's him. Anyways, next thing we're going to talk about, the Detroit Pistons beat the OKC Thunder. Now, look. That was kind of wild. This happened when humongous, this is the peak of the NFL season. So it happened like sometime in the afternoon or evening or whatever, and absolutely nobody cared. And what's his name? Jalen Duran was looking like baby Dwight Howard putting up 21 and 22 or something like that. 21 rebounds, 22 points, something like, something like that. And he was feasting. Jaden Ivey, of course, hooping. That's what he does. And OKC, they got let off with a fast one, bro. No one cares <laughs> and no one remembers this. I know. Someone said help keep Isaac out the hood. 
<laughs> then I want me to join you. Hey, you can <laughs> live with me. I got an extra. I can put a little, you know what I'm saying, air, air mattress. mattress here. Yeah, yeah exactly. they want to keep, <laughs> they donate to keep me in West Hollywood so I don't got to go to the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Bronx, the Bronx is straight. I can show you to the local bodega, bro. We can take the six train. I'll show you, I'll show you life. <laughs> you put the Puerto Rican accent on for bodega. I know. I heard that too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Straight it's, it's regular voice. To me now, I can take you. To, he said, I can take you to the local <laughs> bodega. <laughs> 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 then we're straight back to Atlanta right after that. To go to the bodega. <laughs> bodega. Uh, hey. We're talking with Poppy at the bodega. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I get a. Hey, <laughs> man, say it. You know you want it. <laughs> but yeah, man. The Pistons, again, they beat them on the same day as the conference championship game in the NFL. So, like I said, Nobody gave a fuck, and I'll be real. Still don't give a fuck. <laughs> it is like it is it's whatever. I don't know what to say. Good for them. Thunder? Shout out to the Not Pistons, good for you. <laughs> no. It was really bad though because Cade Cunningham wasn't playing. This was a Killian Hayes led team. Gross. Yuck. Hey man, it happens like that sometimes. Yeah, a lot, a lot of games in regular season. Don't care too much. The Thunder have been Thunder fans are in turmoil right now. They're fucking pissed. They feel like the sky's falling down because they haven't made a trade yet. Because they're fucking schizophrenic and like trades don't happen until the deadline, so they're acting like the sky's falling down. Oh. Like, like they should have made the trade already. Like, relax. But yeah. they have some, they have some issues. They're getting real frustrated with Josh Giddy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's a problem. He's fucking destroying their offense. It's like if you look at his numbers, this is why context is so important. The numbers wouldn't say his his just regular statistics for the season. His numbers wouldn't say that he's been like terrible at all he's actually shooting pretty well from the three-point line i think he's at 34 percent, which for him is like actually good um but a lot of those shots are wide the fuck open and it just messes up their entire offense when like you're led to that being the best shot available and so yeah like honestly do y'all think he'll be traded or do you think he has any value i think it's hard to trade him with the baggage he currently has but should he be traded yes absolutely like you say he's shooting 34%, great, irrelevant. Not all shooting percentages are even. The way exactly. he's guarded is as if he shoots 20% because the offense has so many other pieces that they're going to ignore somebody, and it's always him. They'd be much better off if they just started Isaiah Joe or traded for a big dead start, put Chet at power forward, traded for a big wing, whoever it may be. Whatever the move may be, they have to do something because starting him in a playoff series, that can be the reason that they don't make the run we think they can make. Yeah, they already have... A lot of people already, like me, already like critique their roster constructional just a little bit, obviously. Um, and having Josh Giddy can just completely ruin an entire playoff series for you with just yeah. his right. with just his appearance. <laughs> we can move on to the next thing. Let's talk about the game of the year. Double overtime game, Lakers versus Golden State Warriors. A rare we don't have many of these left. A vintage LeBron versus Curry duel. That kind of felt like we were watching a game from a few years ago. How did y'all feel watching this? Nostalgic. <laughs> it was great, man. <laughs> I was I was I was in shock the the whole time. I was honestly surprised that the Warriors were able to get it to double overtime in the first place. Because there there were moments down the stretch where like Steph and it, it sucks. You know, like when LeBron first started to kind of like miss dunks consistently, and you're like, yeah. oh, no, he's he's getting old. There's times yeah. where Steph, Steph is going one on one, and he 
just like settles for a three and it doesn't go in and you're like oh no yeah he's getting old it's happening and that that's really what i felt it was like one decade of basketball in a single game this this year for steph is definitely 2021 braun where we start to see a little bit of slowdown you're like it doesn't matter most of the time like he's still great but like you're not there's that that first step of losing a little bit is starting to happen this year granted his life's much harder with his terrible team but we're seeing a little bit Chat, before we keep going, was this your game of the year, chat? If it wasn't game of the year, let me know what you think has been so far. I'd be interested in hearing that, too. Yeah, because it's got to be up there. Uh, yeah, seeing, I think the highlight of this game, something everyone was talking about towards the, uh, I think it was this specific quarter right now, double OT, um, when D'Lo had made like three or felt like four straight just horrendous plays, just completely ignoring LeBron, looking off LeBron and just making like, lazy yeah. passes and not seeing defenders and all and all this other stuff and then he pulls up for a super clutch three um with i think lebron trailing him and he banks that bitch and he helps seals the game like that game was just like it changes a lot and it was so entertaining just to see it's always good to see like steph and lebron go back at it like we were like all 16 17 years old again bro like it was insane yeah, he definitely got the full D-Lo experience on that play. I know exactly what you're talking about. He missed a bad layup, threw a turnover. Oh, this is right here. He threw the first turnover to Draymond Green, run back the other way. Next play, he does the same shit, and then after that, bangs a three. It's like, I, I think I heard Kenny on his pod say that he's like the quintessential, no, no, no. Okay, like that's like the quintessential that's, version that's of D-Lo. Literally, that's literally, when he made the pull-up three, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is that? Oh, dang. I, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You, yeah, you get one bad play, you're like, oh, come on. Two bad plays, you're like, come on, D-Lo. Third one, what? <laughs> it works out. D-Lo's just that type of player. He's just that type of player. and He's, he's been not, fucking he's not trying to leave. He's not trying to leave. <laughs> no facts, bro. He's been on fire the past two weeks, and th- that man wants to live and die at Laker, and I don't blame him. It's a cool place to be as a player. But, yeah, I mean, he's probably as good as traded, but he's been playing great. Yeah. yeah. Offensive rebound was massive, too. Mm-hmm. Some something that we we didn't t- talk about too just yet was how Draymond Green was getting into a Jared Vanderbilt, and then I didn't actually notice it until I saw replays on Twitter. Kind of assaulted Anthony Davis too, and I'm like, damn, he did it again, but no one's making a big deal out of it. That's a problem. What, <laughs> what did uh what did Draymond say? I saw the clip. I forget. Whenever Vando was like review it, and then Draymond made fun of him. And what did he say? He said like shut your bitch ass up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was. He did all exaggerated. He was like, "Yeah, shut your bitch ass up." <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. But yeah, Draymond punched Anthony Davis in the fucking face at the end of regulation and didn't get a flagrant foul. And then it was it was hilarious. And then for he the fouled LeBron on the last play, exactly. And the, the go ahead shot where Steph Curry sent it. Uh, this one right here, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'll rewind real quick. Draymond set the craziest of moving screens. Look at Draymond right here. Jared Vanderbilt is on Curry. Curry came down and spun around to come back and come off the screen. Look what Draymond Green does to Jared. Just fucking close lines him. (laughs) Look at this again. This is such a moving screen. (laughs) He's a fullback, bro. It's a pulling guard. (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. (laughs) See, that's when I see that, that's where I'm like, okay, NBA offense has gone too far. This that is Joel is, Batonio. Literally hurt people. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah, Draymond got away with that. He got away with punching Anthony Davis in the face when he intentionally fouled him. Clear figure and foul, but then we're going to call it the game on the line. But then, yeah, and then the game ended poetic justicely 
with him fouling LeBron on a game-winning drive, and LeBron wins a game of free throws, which I think was hilarious because Draymond Green was extremely annoying this game. Yeah, exactly. If you know LeBron, one thing about him, he is not going to hit late-game free throws. But today, or that night, he definitely did. He finished the game with, like, 36 and 20, and Curry had, like, 46. <laughs> He's not in late-game free throws? Wait, is, is LeBron not clutch? Are we firing <laughs> no, that's <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, wow, Joel Batonio, shout out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought about him. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's a crazy. That's, a crazy that's the left guard of the 2016 Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh, my God. You're disgusting for that, Isaac. You, I worry you about are, your time. You got Madden Mobile. <laughs> Straight Madden Ultimate Team knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Great game. It was, it was a mid-off, to be sure. Two very not good teams at the moment. But it was great. You see mid versus mid, and it looks like a battle of titans because they're mid classifies. I mean, uh, clashes each other out. It was awesome. We love to see it. Us NBA fans deserve this, bro. And this might be one of the last times we see these two go at it at such a high level at peak of their not peak of their powers, but you know what I mean. Damn near close to it. Yeah, yeah. Before they're role players, <laughs> old men. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Actually, I think LeBron will probably retire before he's a role player. But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Next thing we got to talk about another game we got to react to. The Los Angeles Clippers blew the Boston Celtics back out a few days ago on the 27th. This is, this uh, is, do you guys, guys get to go back and watch it's, this? It's, a, it's about time to, ha- to start having some conversations on both ends because wow, we, Mo and I both had the Clippers third in our power rankings. And I was mm-hmm. saying you, you might have been able to put them at two, right? Depending yeah. on how you feel about the Celtics. And although we agree that the Celtics are the top team out East, their flaws are kind of showing a little bit. And the Clippers came in and they were like, hey, listen, we are for real. We're going to like, we can legitimately make a run. We're going to do it on your home floor. I, I'm very, very impressed with the Clippers right now. Yeah, they're, like, they're fantastic, bro. And wow. I'm very, I'm very concerned with the, with the Celtics. Like, Call it, you I know, malaise. At we're currently at dead point in the season before All Star break. Teams are just kind of like dragging their feet to we get there. It happens. So best to not overreact too much. But I think their late game offense is a problem. I think all the problems they had before with the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum led team of last year, where we talked about they need playmaking, they need better decision making to get downhill and have some oomph behind them, better passers, all that. All of that still exists. I think KP and Drew Holiday came in. And they made them a better team because it makes them a better version of what they were last year. But it doesn't change their identity as a team, per se. So I think those problems are still there. Their strengths are just better, which maybe that's enough to put them over the top when you're already a team that can make the finals in a year. Yeah. But they're not without flaws. You know, for as good as they are, they still have those big issues. Something that I will say is that these two teams specifically are so similar when it comes to the root of their personnel, which is like Kawhi and PG and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, because... These two star players are like the same exact archetype. These four star players, same exact archetype. The Clippers, a lot of people in the past worried about some redundancies. Of course, conversations have been had and are still happening with the Boston Celtics. The Clippers finally just found the best way to counteract that redundancy by having someone like James Harden in the fold and Russell Westbrook and guys who are Genuinely some of the best point guards to ever play the history of the game. Now, Russ has passed his time, but still does a lot of important things. And I think the thing that also is a separator is, like, Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is Paul George. are just, like, better, genuinely better players than Boston's top two. And that's yeah. all 
at the end of the day. Honestly, that's part of it, sure. Kawhi at his peak is great. Paul George is obviously better than Jalen. The difference is James Harden. James Harden has been fantastic this year. He, on some nights, has been their second best player. Some nights, he's leading the team. His, they're legitimately playing Harden ball in the best ways that we'd always wanted. He's focusing on passing, not falling into his bad habits that we saw the past couple of years, and he was a little bit past his athletic prime. It's just, like you said, the perfect complement to a two-wing-based team. It's, you can't... You can't express just how perfect he is for a team that needs a passer. Like, it's glove and hand one fit. The, yeah. I am the, the system. Parts. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> exactly. and, th- and that system is exactly what they needed. They needed to not play Kawhi Leonard, Paul George ball. They need someone to come in and install a new system, which we can get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to do their game within another system that isn't just that. And it's worked perfectly. Yeah. And as much as I love someone like Drew Holiday and Derek White's been hooping, KP is a great player. But they just won't, they're not enough to cover the gash that the Boston Celtics have because Jason Tatum is a specific, is a specific type of player and so is Jalen Brown. Yeah. It's going to be chat, hard for who them do you, to do that. Chat, who do you think would win a series right now? If this was the finals, chat, who do you think would win? Celtics or Clippers? And keep in mind, don't, don't overreact to just this game. Don't just pick the Clippers because they won this time. Over a seven-game series, who do you all think would win? That is a great question, Chad. And while you're typing that Ooh. question, leave a like. We need 700 likes, like, literally in the next two minutes after that, too. <laughs> but I'm going to answer that question first. I'm leaning towards the Clippers. Oof. That'd I be a tough one. Yeah, yeah it'll be tough for sure. It's not going to be a wash. It might go to seven or six or whatever. But I think cool, I'm leaning. I'm putting all my faith. It sounds crazy as fuck. But in this series, it's not crazy to me. Um, in Kawhi, James Harden, and PG. Uh, I think Zubac is going to have an important role in this series too, if it was to happen. And yeah, I think this is just this is just this is a great this would be a great matchup on on paper. Y'all are but. pressing me for a poll. Damn, the chat's like poll 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 poll. Yeah, damn, so bad. All right, y'all love polls. There you go. I wish I liked that towards you. the like button. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, man. While you guys uh, vote that poll, we have got a couple uh, donations to read out. Angelito Marcelo. Name looks familiar. I feel like I've seen them on Twitter. I don't know. Tip $3. I was one of the few who watched the Pistons versus Thunder game. I send my condolences. The Thunder were down by 13 <laughs> at the start of the fourth quarter, and Shea didn't play a single minute in the fourth, and they had random bench players. It felt very experimental for OKC. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't, wa- I didn't get a chance to go back and watch that game, so I don't know. Very Okay. okay. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> sounds like yeah, they threw the towel in. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, bro. Congrats. Someone said, it's not embarrassing, I guess. Someone tipped $1. Dan, the Lakers are down 20 but the Lakers are floundering. Last night they Ooh. lost. So here's the thing. On Saturday they played that double overtime game. They were obviously going to lose. After that they had a road back-to-back. So they were never going to win the Rockets game after a double overtime game on the road. They were going to have a back-to-back. They were fucked from the jump. And then, have, then after that, a back-to-back after that, that's, that's incredibly tough. Three games in four nights. All of them, one of them double overtime and then a back-to-back. That's a bit scheduling fucked. But also, they, they did not come out and have the energy you need last night at all. LeBron said after the game, we didn't have a give-a-fuck factor. I think he said we don't have a care factor. That's an issue. You can't just throw in the towel because you had a double overtime game. You're not in the position of the standings where you can... You, you can't just have a bad back-to-back where you lose two times. That's devastating for you. Especially when you're going on the road to play Dylan Brooks. Like, you have to be <laughs> hyped for that game. You have to be ready for everything that Dylan can throw at you. So, like, to uh, not be locked in is actually, is actually ridiculous. But... I think wait are they are they even healthy today? I thought uh, no, I thought AD's AD was playing. out. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, AD's out. You're right. Still, that's care. not. Yeah. Hey, well, what do you mean you don't care? It's the fucking Jackson Hayes is starting. Jackson Hayes is fucking awful. 
<laughs> this team sucks, and if they don't have their best player. I do not care about this game. Here we go. D'Lo experience right now. D'Lo is 3-4-11, from three. Listen, we go. Yeah, not great. Yeah, Dawson's awesome. <laughs> driving. Trey Young hasn't missed a three, and he hit five. It's five for five. This is everybody, the best game of my life. Everybody is negative on the team. The highest plus minus is LeBron, with who is minus three. Let's go. Yikes. 96 to 81. Yeah, I forgot 80 was out. They, they were never going to win this fucking game. Also, guys, the, uh, the Celtics, they've collapsed. They are now only up by two with three minutes left to go in the third quarter. Ooh, tough. You know what's the stupidest shit I've ever, heard, I've ever seen on the internet before? I don't know what it is about like the narrative around Tyrese Halliburton, maybe maybe just haters or whatever. People were saying, oh, Tyrese Halliburton's a system player and maybe it's just me falling into he like is the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is the system. Maybe, but I, I see people saying that. I'm just like, what are you talking about? How do you not witness the control can, in the game that he has? Can I, That's can I a big yap you just ignore. Can, I, can, I can tell you exactly why. We've learned over the last couple of years that like NBA fans valued aura over everything else and the fact that Tyrese Halliburton has come out with a couple question questionable fits in the last couple weeks everyone has just they've just decided to turn <laughs> if, he, if he got a stylist he would be a top three point guard in the league hands down but because he was dressing like most deaf now it's like oh what is he doing out here we don't really like that. <laughs> that's what it's about yeah man and that Tyrese is just pure yap whatever <laughs> yeah, I fell for it. I fell for it. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, where's my doc? All right, so that's the end of that. We can keep checking in on these games. But next up, the thing we're going to have to do, guys, if you're in the chat right now, leave a like, spam the chat, lock the fuck in. It Turn is time for up! our draft. It draft is time, time for the live draft. The favorite part, Ooh. the reason you guys are here, you guys love the drafts. We do them every pod. Now we're going to do them every single stream as well because this is your guys' bread and butter. Spam that chat up. Yeah, someone, Will Stanko said only 653 likes. Turn it up, chat. Exactly. There's over 800 of you in here. Spam it up for us. And as you see, we're doing a 90s players draft. To qualify for this, all they had to do was play in the 90s, and you get the best version of them you want. So if you pick like a Kobe, the best version you can get is like 24-year-old Kobe from 1999. Like, you know, like, you're not getting prime Kobe because that was in the 2000s, but. Ancient Kobe, but it's okay. Yeah, real simple. Draft order will be me, Mo, Donovan. Okay, why can't I zoom in? All right, well, this is what's gonna be. So someone's spamming draft nasty man. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah, no. Who is that? <laughs> Everyone's spamming draft nasty man. <laughs> we got two of them now, and then never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> relax, relax, relax. There is several of them in the NBA currently. <laughs> <laughs> One of which might be traded for by the Phoenix Suns soon. Yuck. Oh my God. <laughs> Someone said minus two fifty odds on Mo sells. <laughs> You ain't been yeah, watching the pause because I've been I've been doing my thing, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Real simple. Only players who play in the nineties. We'll see by then who you, who you think sells, who you think won. It'll be real simple. Let's get this hook out of there. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who played in the nineties. First pick. Obviously, I'm going Michael Jordan. Good job. We knew that. We knew yep. that. There was Yawn. whatever. Keep it going. Okay, chat. I know you know Donovan wants to pick Pepe Sanchez, but give me the real. Hakeem Olajuwon. Good pick, good pick. There's a lot you of ways you suck. can win the second pick. It's interesting. You suck. I that, that's my guy. But it's no, okay. Donovan loves him. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I do love Hakeem. I do love Hakeem. 
but it is okay because I will take. Ooh, this is tough. You know what? Give me David Robinson. I want Interesting. Okay. I want I want prime David Robinson Whoa. over over um, early ninety Shaq. Okay. Uh, and then give me Reggie Miller. I'll get the spacer wow. early. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. So that leaves me. I guess I'm not fucking leaving Shaq in Isaac's hands. Give me Hakeem at the four and put Shaq at the five. Fuck that. I'm going big on you. Me. Sold to try and block me. Yuck. No spacing. No, I'm not selling. Who cares? You, you, I'm not done yet. I'm still cooking. You're not saving the spacing. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not saving shit. You can have them. <laughs> you sold. I want him. I want him. <laughs> First off, give me 1990 Magic Johnson, 22 points per game. That's good. That's a good pick. Ooh, Easy pick. pick. <laughs> and after that, go ahead. Hmm, who do I want to go next? You know where you want to go. I don't. There's a lot of options here. You know, after that, give me Charles Barkley. Mm, okay. I didn't think you were going to go there. Okay. Yep. I got just pure talent. I don't know how you can top this victory. That's nice. That's nice. That's big. Okay. So Large. There's not a lot of great guards left. Actually, yeah, there's not a lot of great guards left. So go ahead and give me... Give me... um. Gary Payton. I need that defense. I need it if I'm dealing Ooh. with Magic and Michael Jordan. Okay. That's tough. That's good. That's yeah, good. I mean, I like Magic that. Johnson's big ass is backing him down, but I respect it. Yeah, right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> His All right. is MJ. All right, at the four, we're just going to construct a team that was kind of already in place. Give me Tim Duncan. Ah, I shouldn't four. let him fall to you. I was thinking about coming back around and getting him, but I didn't think you were going to yeah. take him. Yeah, get, give me Tim Duncan at the four. Okay. And then... I need somebody to stop my, Michael Jordan. And that person knows him best. Give me Scottie Pippen at the three. Fuck! Ah! I was like, oh, came around. Give me Scottie Pippen at the three. Damn it. Okay. That's nice. Damn it, damn it, damn it. That's nice. All Can't right. hit on that. Can't hit on that. All right, so at my three, go ahead and give me Dominique Wilkins. He was nasty. One of the okay. best at his position nice. at the time. That's nice. I need spacing. Give me Chris Mullen at the small forward. That's Give good. me the best shooter I can okay. get. Okay. And then at center, ooh, I can go. Y'all have big-ass lineups. I got to go big down low. Give me Dikembe <laughs> Mutombo. Ew. You're slandering me because of space? That's gross. What do you mean? That's the best five that, that he can get at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you put two big motherfuckers down there. Like, you, you what do you mean? <laughs> I'm slandering you because you have hey, no, no more. Okay, like he's a three. I'm straight. Don't worry about me over here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Isaac's team is small, though. Yes, Char exactly. It is. But it's Charles okay. Barkley's Charles Barkley's like a big four. man. He's, no, he's, he's like 6'4. He's, he's large. He's not tall. Yeah. Look, I got the best. I got, so I got the rib protector to make up for him. That's why I didn't go offense there. That's why I didn't go Ewing. Mm. That's fair. Okay. Well. Alright. So for I mean my... you act like you act like Pat wasn't wasn't like No, I mean but I mean it's Matumbo. <laughs> I don't think Ewing's a bum, but you know, offensive slanted. <laughs> okay, so for my two, go ahead and give me a young Ray Allen, young Jesus Shuttleworth. He was still a good three point shooter back then for his time too. I what okay. what's the best nineties year for Ray Allen? Uh, the best 90s year in 1999, he put up 17, 
on 35% shooter from the field in 1999. Oh, you picked uh, you picked pre-All-Star Ray Allen. All right. Yeah, man. I don't need him to be an All-Star in this team. Just stick your ass in that corner, and when that ball comes to you, you know what to do with it. End his life. <laughs> All right. He shot 35% from three that year. I don't know about that pick. Listen, man. That 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 was more than league average, so I am chilling. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I need I need a little bit more size because Isaac has Isaac has Magic Johnson, Mo has Gary Payton, right? I need somebody who can have a little bit of an advantage. Give me Penny Hardaway to play the point guard. Mm. Okay. I, like I would have picked. One. I'm surprised like you didn't this. pick Isaiah Thomas. You love Isaiah, you love good it. I need yeah. I needed some more I needed some more height to go um, up against Magic. Yeah, honestly, that was the most shocking part about this draft to me. Yeah, there's so, so many good players in pick. Someone said sold. <laughs> Bro, sold. All right, I don't know. I don't know who that means so, sold. But anyways, my team, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Chris Mullen, Charles Barkley, Dikembe Mutombo. Nice. Mobility. Okay, I'm fast. Gary Payton, Ray Allen, Dominique Wilkins, Hakeem, and Shaq. Listen, I am, I am incredibly athletic. And outside of Gary Payton... Bro, I'm huge. I, I mean, you have good players. I don't like your fit. Your fit's the worst, I think. Your fit's, even outside the Hakeem and Shaq thing, uh, I, I, I don't love the way the pieces fit together compared to the other two teams. Nah, I mean, nah. Unless, I, I unless, you, guys, unless you guys are playing, like, Sacramento Kings basketball and you're just running up and down the floor, or, like, Indiana Pacers basketball, that's the only way I can see y'all working because, like, a young Shaq could do that. But, yeah, half-court offense in this People would ask for people would ask for 2024 offense before they they (laughs) watch your team play. All right, but for my team, for my team, I have Penny Hardaway, Reggie Miller, Scottie Pippen, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Oh, that's that's good team. You have, I just you lack the, you know, Magic Johnson and and Michael Jordan. That's a lot of creation from the guards. Your guards aren't quite those creators. So you're playing through your bigs, so it's a little different. That's but your fit's great. Your fit's great though. the, The fact the. The fact that I have Reggie to play off of Tim and David, he can do all the all the playmaking, all the all the space in himself. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, your team. I think your team is the most fit. I like my my top end talent's ridiculous. I fucking Magic, Michael, and Charles. Like that's absurd. But your fit is great with Scotty and Reggie there on the wings. Yeah, yeah. Mo, I don't know what Mo got going for him. I mean, he has two talented bigs, but two talented yeah. bigs. Yeah, like Gary Payne's and zero. Dominique Wilkins is a zero. You <laughs> put up 30 back in his time, even with a two. I would say, so what are we you talking have, about right now? You have the worst shooting guard. Okay, man, I was going to go, you know, that's, that's the only position you lost. He said, spacing that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't 2011 <laughs> Ray Allen. This isn't amazing Listen, spacing Ray Allen. 35% on like five attempts per game is immaculate for that time and day. All right, well, we're in this time and day. Great nuts <laughs> on this test. Charles Barkley, he's not guarding nobody. He is cooked, fried against Tim Duncan Bro, and Hakeem Olajuwon. But like your, but your shooter None. shoots thirty five percent. Reggie was shooting forty. Chris Mullen was shooting forty. You got the best shooter like, here. That's not the conversation. I have Chris no. Mullen and Michael Jordan. My shooting is fine. My, I'm not worried about my shooting. You, you tried to slip Michael Jordan in there. He, he did. He like did. You tried to slip that in there. Michael Jordan is a great as a, shooter. As a great shooter. shooter? Think about what you said. Do you think I'm gonna have Michael Jordan spotted up in the corner? Is that what you're under your impression? The way I'm playing, I'm Michael hey, Jordan's gonna Michael be in the corner, Jordan's spacing the floor. He's the best player on the court. The ball's gonna be in his hands. There we go. Say that. Not he's the best shooter. We have crown ears to influence right now. Let's, Michael let's Jordan's an amazing shooter. Mid-range shooting matters. Like I'm getting the most out of Michael Jordan shooting. I promise you that. That was said. We're talking about like shooting, shooting, not like 
Michael Jordan or Kobe type shit. We understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, he's not going to be posted up in the corner, so I don't give a Either fuck. Either way, about I won. That. Either way, I won. <laughs> right now, it's thirty nine percent me, forty two percent Donovan in the chat. I implore you. Wow. I understand Donovan's fit is great. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Charles Barkley. Let's not lose <laughs> focus here. Those are some of the three best players of the nineties. Nah, it's guys, solid. listen. Keep keep liking it up for me. <laughs> keep the likes coming. He's like, I fuck it. I'm not even going to sell you. Just do it. <laughs> I need redemption. <laughs> no facts. Maybe Donovan deserves to win the poll after the way the last stream one went, where he drafted the worst oh, team in T3 I history. I think crazy. you deserve this win. All that I know is Mo has 17% of the votes. Nobody is fucking with his team. Bro, I have Hakeem and Shaq. No one is stopping that. I don't understand. That's just like not a pairing You're anybody wants to that. see. Not, it sounds unguardable. You stopped to me. it. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you did right. your best to neuter Shaq. Listen, all I know is Neuter's put this in two K, and none of you guys are stopping me. Yeah, neutered <laughs> is nuts. <laughs> why is the chat not showing on stream? I keep trying to refresh it; it's not working. Oh, no. I don't know. I wish we had. A, I wish we had, we had a six man. I had I had one more. I'm surprised that Scotty was able that I was able to get Scotty because I thought he was gone. I had another option at the three that I was going to go with. Yeah, that that would have been a steal. Prime yeah, Grant Hill. Yeah. I was thinking about it. on my list. Prime Grand Hill would have been nasty. Yeah, if I didn't go Barkley, I went Chris Mullins. I needed a spacer there because I got Barkley. I figured Barkley would be gone. I don't know how the fuck I got Barkley at like pick six, but I was like, I can't pass up on Charles Barkley. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to end the poll here. Donovan got 45%. I got 40. Mo got 16. Shout out Donovan, the winner of this week. (laughs) Anything is possible. Someone said if Isaac He's had back. Clyde instead of Mullen, does that change things? My team would be much, much worse if I picked Clyde Drexler over Chris Mullen. I need that spacing bad. My team would be ass if I had Clyde Drexler there. Clyde Drexler would be running around tricking you. Ass. You, just, you would just have a hard time scoring the ball. Clyde Drexler was tricking your <laughs> yeah. bears, man. <laughs> Someone said just joined. Don's a goat. Mojo falls during stream. Isaac is honey. Much love. By the way, you guys should make a Let's Keep It a Buck style Q&A. I don't know what that means. Is that just a Q&A? Is that just... Donovan's rejoicing. I have no idea what that means. And I also have no idea by what Isaac is honey means. What is it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just just like that. It's fine. People recognize. It's no big deal. Whoa. Whoa. Anyways. Next thing we're going to do, y'all. Listen, the draft's over. Don't leave, though. Because we're keeping up the TikTok time energy. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to do a game of 20 questions. Oh. And we're going to do it live with you guys. So you guys are going to, you know, partake in trying to guess who the player is. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we're not going to let the, the chat spoil it too much. But, you know, you guys can play a part. Try and guess. See, see what's going on. Chat, can you yeah. get the answer before Donovan and I? And I highly doubt it. Actually, I was going to say when you guys hosted. Because I hosted the guessing game last time. So I think it's... I, I, I never right, guess. I'll, I'll, come, I'll come up with the name. I'll come up with the name. Give me... Okay. Are you sure? I, I got a name already. Okay, go ahead. All right. Let's you got go. it? Yeah. Uh, let me just open up his history. Right. Real I got. Quick. I got next. I got next. We'll do, we'll do a couple next? games of twenty questions, y'all. We'll, yeah. We'll do. We'll do a few. We'll all host one. Yeah. We'll say that. I'll, okay. I'll get this stats up. Okay. Fuck all it. Right. Let's go. We have let's twenty go. questions to guess an NBA player that I'm thinking of. Okay. Is he a current player? No. Okay. Was he drafted before 2010? Yes. Okay. Did he play in the 90s? No. Didn't play did in the 90s. Play, did he retire before 2010? Before 2010? No. 
He played late in 2010, okay? Is played this, in 2010. Uh, is he a front court player? No. He's a backcourt player, okay. Um, I'm trying to type this out and it's ruining my ability to guess. Yeah, <laughs> Eaters, where you at? Y'all missing like shit too? Oh my goodness. Is he considered a shooter? I would say sure, yeah. Not bad. Sure, okay. So, yeah. You're not Yeah. Is this Paul Pierce? Yes. No. Fuck. Uh is, did this player win Ew, a no. championship? Yes. Did he play with Paul Pierce? Uh no. Damn. I'm thinking Kevin Garnett for a Paul, second. Paul Pierce out your mind. Ew, get Paul Pierce out of your mind, please. This is not the is place this player. For him. This is too much Paul Pierce. <laughs> is he what? Did this player make all-star teams? No. Multiple. No. He was never an all-star, okay, and he's a champ. Is this Manu Ginobili? No. Damn. Was this player a starter? Yes. Okay, let's take, let's take, take a second and slow down. He's a starter who won a championship. Was that championship in the 2010s? Yes. Okay. Did he start on that championship team? Yes. Okay, we, we, we can get this. Okay. So in 2010, we have... Chat, we have the, snitch. We have Lakers, Mavs, Heat, Heat, Spurs, Warriors. He was never an all-star, but no he started idea. on ship. Didn't play with Paul Pierce. He's a shooter. I. Is this Iman Shumpert? No. No, we've done Iman Shumpert before. Yeah, we've done Shumpert before, but good, but good guess. Okay, was that championship team in the East? Yes. Is this J.R. Smith? No. Fuck! You almost had me served in my room, man. Oh my god, I thought you were close. Oh, He's the East champion from the 2010s. So it has to be either the Heat or the Celtics. I mean, Heat or the Cavs. He's a starter. Who else started on the Cavs? It's not Kyrie. It's not LeBron. It's not... He's a shooter. He's a backcourt player, so he's a guard. Has to be a Heat player. Wait, drafted pre-2010s. Norris Cole or Mario Chalmers, were they drafted pre-2010s? It has to be. Right? Is this Mario Chalmers? I smell something fishy. You are correct. It is Let's Mario go. Chalmers. You are correct. Congratulations. You are the winner of TD3. Fucking teamwork. Look at that. There we go. go. Look at that. Oh. Took oh 18 questions. We deduced that bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> Big W chat. Leave a like give us that. Leave a like give us stream for that. One. That oh my goodness. <laughs> I was All getting right. worried. I was like, I, I didn't get JR Smith. I was like, oh my god, I only got a few guesses yeah. left. It's getting hot in JR here. Is too easy. JR is too right, easy. Here we go. Here we go. I, I got I got one for y'all. Someone said Isaac's trying right. his best to sell. Go fuck yourself. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. Let's do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> y'all have twenty questions to guess this NBA player I'm thinking of. Okay. Is he a current player? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is it Marcus Smart? No. Fuck. What a pull. Oh my God. That's <laughs> okay. okay. I felt it. Is he a big man? No. Okay. You had, did you just hesitate? Yeah, he yeah. has. He's, he's not, though. He's not. Okay, so he's iffy. So he's probably like at least a wing. He's I'll not going to be a guard. Uh, Is this Jay Crowder? No. <laughs> Damn. That was a, nasty. a crazy shot in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's four. 
Damn. Fuck okay, it. Is I this Jeremy wait. Grant? No. Damn. Okay. As like, let's wait. Let's wait some. More than 15 <laughs> points fine. per game. Say that again. Has this player averaged more than 15 points per game in a season? Yes. Okay. He's actually good. All right. No more shooting in the dark. You know what? I think I, I, I'm going to shoot one more in the dark. Pause, maybe? Julius Randle. No. Damn it. Damn okay. it. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Can play in the Eastern Conference. Yes. Mm, that wasn't a bad guess, Isaac. That wasn't a bad guess. Either. Okay. Eastern Conference player. Was he drafted post-2010? No. Pre-2010. Okay. Pre-2010. That, that changes a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. That changes a lot. Pre-2010. He's a he's an old head then. Average 1 in 15. Last, and career. he's currently in the East? Yes. Okay, currently East. Older guy. Average 1 in 15. He's a big. I mean, he's a wing. Okay. Is he averaging more than 15 this year? Not nah, impossible. Yes. Why is he still still averaging more than 15? This is the old timer going crazy. Okay. Oh wait, is this Demar Derozan? Oh shit! It is Demar Derozan. Let's go, Demar Derozan. There we go. There we go. There we go. I can't be stopped. It's simple as that. Nobody guesses like I guess. There we go. Some people are born with it. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Good job. Good job. <laughs> wow. Shout out to DeMar DeRozan. He's hooping his ass off. There you go. Oh, so I got, I got one now. We'll do one more before I move on to the next thing. Listen, who DeMar do I want to have a season averaging less than 20 since 2012? Oh my hey, he's, just, he's just him. That's what it is. Consistency. Shout out to him. Oh, my Siri just popped up. I That's can't a, even hear y'all. I hate this. This always happens. Siri, shut up. Fucking up my bag. <laughs> All right. So my turn. We're going to do one more. Okay. You got 20 questions to guess the NBA player I'm thinking of. Is this okay. a current player? Yes. Ooh. Has this player made an all-star team? Yes. Is this player Ooh. an NBA champion? No. Chris Paul. No. Damn it. Is this a backward <laughs> player? This generation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a backward player. Hmm. Okay. Do we do we already ask is this the Tyrese question? Halliburton? Ooh. One, one at a time. What'd you say? Is this Tyrese Halliburton? Nope, not Tyrese Halliburton. Was he drafted after or on twenty fifteen? Uh, post post twenty fifteen. Post twenty fifteen. Okay. Ooh, and he's been an All Star, Donovan. Did we ask that question already? Yeah, yeah. He's been an All Star. He's not an NBA champion. Backcourt player. Okay. Um. All right. All right. All right. Is this Ben Simmons? No. Damn. I was confident in that one. Okay. Get fucked. <laughs> Is this player, <laughs> does this player play in the Eastern Conference? Uh, yes. Ooh, he plays in the Eastern Conference. He does. Okay. Chat over here saying Fox and John Moran. Y'all are useless. Oh, my God, bro. Right. <laughs> so he plays in the Eastern Conference. Is this Darius Garland? No. Damn. Okay. This is my guy, Jalen Brunson. This is not your guy, Jalen Brunson. Ooh, okay. I hate to break it to you. You said for that, for real. <laughs> for not picking Jalen Brunson? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's, get, let's, let's ask better questions. Let's ask better yeah, questions. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Don't look at the chat. You got eight questions left. I ain't looking at... Ooh, eight questions left. Holy shit. We're at 12 already? What the fuck? Yeah, chat. I'm looking. I'll, I'll, I'll see. Nobody said it in chat yet. Wow. Nobody said it in the chat. So he was drafted... Post-2015, he's made an all-star team already. He's a backcourt player. He's nice. Is this 
Is he a point guard? Yes. Well, I guess, I guess we'll say combo guard. Mm. You can play both. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 We'll say he's a point guard, but combo as well. And he's you'll, been you'll, you'll, of- you'll see after a while. It's hard to decide. Okay, cool. So it's not Tyrese Maxey. Scratch him out. Not Tyrese Halliburton. Scratch him out. It's not fucking Trey Young, but scratch him out. Not a combo at all. Could this be DeJounte Murray? This could be. Damn. And it is. This is DeJounte Murray. Damn! There we go. Oh, my God. I know you saw that shit in the chat. I saw him start to say it. I, I swear to God, I didn't look at the chat. <laughs> <laughs> of cheating. Can I just not know? Oh, damn. <laughs> this is Dante Murray. The point guard question was hard because I'm like, he is a point guard, but those dumb motherfuckers in Atlanta have him playing shooting guard. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I'm like, ooh, can't be, can't be Tyrese, can't be that Tyrese, can't be Trey. Oh, Someone said Mo's a chat merchant. <laughs> Listen, man, you keep on talking like that, and I'm gonna delete your account. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's the end of that. Now I don't know why is the chat not showing up on the stream. This is pissing me off. Streamlabs is bugging. Yeah. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. Anyways, we got probably about 25 minutes left while we're on stream. Now, it is time for the part you guys are all here for. We are going to re-eight. We're going to re-eight is not a word. Wow. I just mixed react and rate together. and made a hard as fuck. I like that. You got to check my college degree now. Jesus. We're going (laughs) to react to and rate your guys' hot takes. If they're good, we'll slap you to W take. If they're ass, we'll hit you with an L take. So span the chat up right now with your hot takes, because I'm gonna be looking at it from now on. Let's go. Someone said re eight goes hard. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that sounds hard as hell. <laughs> I'm creating lingo. <laughs> okay, so, I see the first hot take. Will said, oh my bad. R- oh. Real quick, Embiid playing tonight, back on the floor. Woo! Good for back him. Back on the floor tonight. I know me. Here we go. Oh my god! <laughs> so was it hot take in terms of offensive talent? Jason Williams is a top five point guard of all time. Absolutely not. No. I feel, L take. <laughs> Hell no. Jason Williams is the most overrated play, NBA player of all time because people saw some YouTube videos in 2007 of him throwing behind the back passes, and people think he's legitimately one of the best passes of all time. I'm sorry to break it to you. He was a good role player in the league. That's the, the highest extent it goes. My heart. I'll take. I'll take. All right, next one. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Hot take. The 65-game MVP rule is not stupid. It makes sense. How do y'all feel about it? I've been going back and forth. You are the feds if you think it's not stupid, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been going back and forth, but I think I'm finally on the side of it's not a a good rule. I think this is an L take. L take. Sorry, man. I think it's logical. I just don't think it needs to be in writing. I think let the voters decide that on their own. They will naturally weigh the games played by themselves. So don't mandate something that should be subjective, I think. Mm. And I also, like, it. like, it's just like there's players that can play 60 games but should be. Uh, no, MVP is stupid, but I could get by it. It's not the end of the world. All NBA is ridiculous. If the best player in the league can't be 13 all NBA because he played 62 games, your system's broken. That's ridiculous. And you're costing. Individual I mean, games is a lot though. generational money. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but it's not like they decided to just not play. It's real things going yeah. behind it. If Joel Embiid mean, plays sixty two games, that, but that's that's twenty five percent of the season though. Th- but third team all he can't be third team all NBA over Bam out of bio because he played he's the best scoring season in the last decade. Like that's crazy. He played, 
what's the, what's the cutoff then? Like 60% of the season, you think it's fine? To the voter's choice, whatever that may be. If you're a voter and you don't want to give it to him for that reason, by all means, go ahead. But I have a feeling that most voters would agree he still deserves to be 13. I think that's... Uh, I don't think it's crazy if you disagree. It just shouldn't be mandated. Ethan Mack says, Hakeem is one of the top three most influential big men of all time. Influential? Interesting. I've never, I've never thought about Hakeem's influence. I never thought about that either, but I think he's probably, he's 110% correct. Is he? Yeah. What defines, what's Hakeem's influence? I'm not, I'm not against it because Hakeem's amazing. He's a great player. What, what, what are we saying he influenced? I guess just Post like moves. the dream shake, yeah. but like nobody, but nobody since Hakeem, like everybody works out with Hakeem and does that. Nobody does that though. Like nobody has a bag like him. Yeah, even though even even though that he teaches people how to how to have his bag, I think more so it's the footwork, and I think that's an overlooked part Except of what people true of what people work with him for. So I would agree to that. I don't really know if that's influential. I mean, it's great. He's obviously one of the if you want to say he's the top three greatest big man of all time. Go ahead, that's fine. Most talented, sure. I just don't. You you can't be influenced to have great footwork and like be nice as fuck on defense. I don't know. It's not as like I don't know. You look at like a Dirk and you're like the influence is bigs that shoot threes. You know, it's obvious. You look at, I don't know, Shaq that influences size winning out and having to put big men on your roster or whatever. Like, I don't know what the one thing that influ is influenced by Hakeem. Like, he wasn't the first guy to do post moves, you know? Exactly. He's African. Yeah, right? I can't. He's just nice as fuck. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take. If you want to tell me he's one of the most skilled big men of all time, I'm fully with you. I just think he's kind of like a... Who's an example? We said this in the past. I forget about who. Someone like a uh, like Giannis isn't influential because you can't replicate being a seven foot demon that can run like that. You know that doesn't make him influential. He's just great. I think I feel similarly about Hakeem. I agree. It depends on the conversation that you're having, but W take to me, man. Yeah, listen, I'm not. I'm not going to be mad at you giving credit to Hakeem. Hot take: Kobe is better than Shaq all time. That's very much a take that depends who you ask. If you ask a certain type of fan. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, a certain type of fan, they'll say, yes, Kobe's top three. If you ask the other type of fan, there's a very clear dichotomy between those two fans. They'll be like, no, Shaq's clearly higher. Like, it's really a flip of a coin, depending on who you ask. I don't think it's crazy, though. No, so it's certainly not. If you, if, you, yeah, if, you, if you think that, I don't think it's, it's wild. So I'm not nah. going to give it an L take. But I'm also not going to endorse you and give you a W take. That's just it's a solid take. Yeah. I, I mean, I like. Kobe's like 11 or whatever on the low end, the lowest you could possibly put Kobe is like 11 or something. High end, you put him like, up like six or seven, whatever you want. Shaq's around, you know, six to eight range too. So you're going to rank them pretty close no matter what. They're both around the top 10. So putting Kobe higher isn't nuts. But I think most people would go Shaq. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it It is a thought experiment for sure. And like, yes. it, should take, it should take some actual... Time. Shaq never I'm had that. that type of throw before that Kobe had, so I'm leading Kobe. Anyways, <laughs> or, <laughs> Ray says Warriors should con Warriors should the Warriors should consider trading for Steph or trading away Steph Curry. Ooh, yeah, anyway. I'll take that's that's incredibly stupid. I'm yeah, sorry. You, just, you, you just you don't trade to Steph Curry. It's never gonna happen. You, he's he, he the, the Mavs never consider trading Dirk Nowitzki. You're not trading your greatest player of all time, unless he wants to be, which I highly doubt would ever happen. That'll be crazy as hell. Hot take, Pelican should trade CJ McCollum for DeJounte Murray. I can't give that a bigger L take. Fuck no. CJ McCollum's spacing is the one thing keeping that offense together. They've been great off of depth and just having lots of ball handlers. Without CJ McCollum's spacing, replace him with somebody who is 
not a shooter by any means. Like they're they can he Dejounte can shoot, you know, catch and shoot his numbers around league average or so. He's fine, but not a impact spacing shooter. That offense would fall apart. Oh, that was a big yawn. I know. Big ass yawn. Get it together. We have 25 minutes of pod left. Grimson put put it on for the chat. You know me. Don't disrespect <laughs> the crown eaters. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, crown eaters. Yeah, tell them you're sorry. Uh, hot take. Donovan Mitchell is currently top 12. In the league? Yeah. In the sure. League. That's fine. I mean, nah. uh, I think I've voted like 14 or 15. So like 12 is not crazy if you want to put that there. Absolutely not. Damn! Whoa. Why? Whoa! Nah, I don't care. I don't care. Big <laughs> Donovan Mitchell passion here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, man. It, it is. It is a bit wild. Work. It is a bit like high, though. In in my opinion, like I think that there's 12 people legitimately above him. Um, I agree, it's, but it's not crazy. If you ask me this in April after he has a crazy playoff, series, exactly, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, like he's probably top 12. But throughout the se- but like throughout the season, it's like. Eh, He's the difference between him and <laughs> the difference between him and Anthony Edwards standing wise is that Anthony Edwards is on the one seed and Donovan Mitchell is on a team trying to figure it out. We've been good lately, so yeah. maybe that's not anymore. But literally, a difference is team success at the moment. If Donovan Mitchell was on a great team, they used to trade for him this summer. Things would quickly flip, and he get that recognition. Exactly. Uh, okay, next one. Oh my god, you guys, you guys are going so fast. Hot take: The Lakers should blow it up this offseason and trade Anthony Davis. I will say uh, that could make sense if LeBron leaves. People have been w doing a lot of take. ignoring. <laughs> People, uh, I'll give it a W take too, fuck it. People have been ignoring the fact that LeBron can be a free agent this summer. He can opt out and bounce if he wants to. And things aren't going well right now, so there might be a reason to do so. Like, listen, the Mavericks are calling. The, LeBron's made a lot of money. He can make a power move right now and take less money and go somewhere. So if that is the case, LeBron bounces, AD trade makes sense. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all right now. I'm telling y'all right now, the Knicks, they need a backup point guard. They can go draft a raw athletic guard out of USC <laughs> and oh, his no, no, father no, no, comes no, with no, him no. and we get LeBron and Bronny James and an NBA championship next year. I'm telling y'all what's happening bad. right now. Bro, that would be I'm, fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. If you replace Julius Randle with LeBron James and you do a sign and trade, you send Julius Randle back to the Lakers and reunite <laughs> <laughs> He would hate his life, bro. No, he wouldn't. He'd, He'd be in LA. LA He'd be chilling. Julius Randle and AD reunited like in like, the Pelicans that one year? That's gross. Listen, it wouldn't be a good team. I wouldn't like love it, but like if LeBron's leaving, you could do worse. It'd be fun. At least I get to root for Julius like I did when he was young. I I wouldn't it wouldn't be the end of the world. Reeves, Julius Randle, and AD. Mystery hours. Scary yeah. hours. But not gonna lie, seeing AD empowered, empowered again, seeing AD empowered again and back to being like the highest usage guy without like a LeBron next to him, could be cool while he still has some prime left. Without that jump shot, I don't know how high it could be, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, everything else is better now. He's an unstoppable rim finisher now, which he wasn't quite when he was younger. Yeah, that's true. Hot take. Right. KG is top 15 all time and better than KD. Boo. Ooh, better than KD. I love KG, but there's no universe he's better than KD. Oh, wait. KG. Yes. Oh, I thought my, my bad. I thought we were talking about KD. KG, hey, listen, I didn't mean to boo you. That, that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Find you. Top 15 is a bit much for, Ke- for Kevin Garnett. Obviously, defensively, he's one of the best defenders of all time. Incredibly versatile. Great playmaker for his position, but not quite a great playmaker overall. Doesn't quite have the scoring punch of some of those other guys, so it's kind of hard to go top 15, I think. Like, you can't really put him over Giannis or Jokic, I think. That's kind of ridiculous to me. I'm not going to call it ridiculous because KG's great, but I, I can't get there. Over KG? Hot take. 
The Grizzlies will have the best depth in the NBA next year after the development of their young players this year and getting a high draft pick. Facts. They are they are primed for a great great rebuild to come in mini rebuild this this year. Getting these undrafted rookies that are in the door, throwing them all the minutes they can, seeing who sticks. Let one or two of them stick. Get that young guy in the door. Maybe trade that pick for another asset who can like, help win now. They're going to be up next year for sure. They already got one of them random guys to stick. Vince Williams. He is an He's absolute nice. dog. Oh, my goodness, bro. Yep. Yeah, and then, then this, they have all those white power forwards they got to disperse of. So getting a Vince Williams <laughs> in the door, getting another rookie. like they, they have some minutes to be taken. Yeah, for sure. My goodness, they're going to be fantastic next year. <laughs> God, it's going so fast. I got to scroll up. Uh, I, I'll take Isaac should go to the Bulls to get them better spacing. <laughs> I agree. You put me side I by side with DeMar DeRozan three point contest. I don't know who comes out on top. Would you win? Too humble. It's gonna be Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac got that shit on him, man. He got a strap for sure. I'm not sure how many takes it would it would take for me to make an NBA range three right now. I haven't shot a ball in so long. You think it'll take you more than ten attempts? It's a flip. I mean, I could make one, yeah. but again, I haven't shot a ball in a long time. So, like, if I if I miss ten in a row, I would not be surprised. Like, I I, I go out there and miss ten in a row. If there's stakes, like if I'm on an NBA court, like if I'm like <laughs> I've never seen stands like this. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm breaking ten straight shots. <laughs> the lights are too bright. Turn yeah. off the lights. <laughs> you put some pressure on me. I'm folding like a fucking chair. <laughs> Hot take: MJ could pop off for over a hundred points in today's league. Yeah, it wouldn't be crazy. Why wouldn't he? What do you mean? Why wouldn't yeah. it be crazy? It's a hundred points. Nobody's scoring a hundred points unless you play forty-eight minutes, like Will Chamberlain. It's gonna happen sometime in the season. Or, yeah, I mean, uh, this season? I don't know about this like, season. It's, but it's, gonna, it's hard it's to gonna think about. Eventually. It's hard to think about because it's never happened. But like, if we can get, if we can get people scoring seventy points back to back, somebody can score a hundred points in a game. And I think that Michael Jordan in this era would score a hundred points. It's just a, it's just a matter he, he of minutes. Would, he would be, he would be the first one. Kobe scored eighty-one. Like somebody, somebody's gonna get to hundred eventually. Yeah, and the eighty-one is like the greatest scoring outburst in modern history. Like it's not like a point. Like oh, if he can do it, anybody can get higher. Like that is so impressive because you can't do that shit normally. I, I think it's, you have to play eight, 48 minutes. Like you have to have an immense minute load. Yeah, but like it's not fine. Nobody does that. Like we know modern medicine but that you Michael, shouldn't do that. But it's Michael Jordan. Who cares? He's gonna tell the training staff to go. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> He's gonna tell the training staff to go fuck himself and play in forty eight tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if that fuck it. Michael Jordan's gonna will himself to play fifty six minutes in an overtime game and score hundred. <laughs> Great. Uh, hot take: Giannis is better than Jokic. I mean, you're debating the number one and two player in the league. To each their own, I suppose. But I'm going Jokic. Yeah, for sure, Jokic. I'm going. Jokic terrible take. Well. Not terrible, but bad take. All right, let's do two more hot takes before we get out of here. Both of you get one from the chat. You guys can decide it. All right. Chat, listen, like you said, chat's going fast. Chat is going fast. Okay. Uh, hot take. Someone says AD should not be on the top 75. I think he deserves it. There's just others who also deserve it because they left the old farts on who are grandfathered on. The, the problem isn't AD whoa, being there. The whoa. problem is Dwight not being there because exactly. all those old motherfuckers in the 50s are. So, again, I, AD should be there. It's just so should some other guys. Mm, yeah, I agree. I'll take. AD is deserving for sure for how insane his first few years in New Orleans was. Yeah, and like every time you see those lists of like the players to accomplish X amount of All-Stars by X age or whatever, like 
accolades, AD's always on those lists. Like, how good he was for how young he was and just kept it up. He's ridiculous. You know how I feel, though. Most underappreciated player of the modern NBA, but conversation for another day. Oh, my God, gross. (laughs) It's not even debatable. The Atlanta (laughs) Hawks win 138 to 122. Love that. Man, we are so back. Time to turn around the season. <laughs> yeah. All right, somebody, somebody said, uh, hot take, Luka is better than prime James Harden. Uh, mm. I mean, he's getting there. He's, he's getting there. I don't know. I as, mean, got, as our, as our resident Harden stand, how do you feel about that claim? I mean. Considering what Luka's done in the playoffs already at such a young age, I'm Harden like, averaged 36 points per game and made the conference finals. Like, that is true. I like it's it's hard to give that to Luca. Like, I, he's not far off. I'll say that. Like, he's the best. He's the best guard in the league. He's a top five player, just like James Harden was that year. I I, I honestly don't know how to decide that. It's kind of difficult right now. I think Luca's averaging like 33. Like, he's also incredible. Yeah. What's fair to say is that it wouldn't be cr- crazy at all, and it probably should be expected to see someone like Luca surpass James Harden because of the amount of time, the body work, and the opportunity that he's been given to just be insane. So it be yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think he'll have the better career long term. He'll rank higher all time. But right now, peak for peak, I think we're still waiting for the Luka year that's definitively better than peak Harden. I agree. Which, listen, if he makes a conference finals run, like pushes this team that shouldn't be there to a deep run this year, it could be this year. Like we could look back and realize that he's put together that body of work. But we got to see the results first. Yeah, I agree. Stream, chat, y'all have to leave a like. It's soon to be that time. 834 people watching, 826 likes. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all put up a very talented display tonight. <laughs> we, got, we got one more in you, and I'm talking to you right now, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more hot take. Let's pick a good one. Uh, someone said, dude, let's go. My hot take got picked. Good for you, man. I'm glad I saw yours in the mountain of chats right now. <laughs> someone said, hot take, Alaska is the worst state for basketball. I saw that. I'm like, damn, bro. That's not true. People you That's drop not true. off and I say, Whoa. Mario Chalmers came from Alaska. Oh, great. That's an NBA, NBA champion. Has anybody come from New Hampshire, North Dakota? Do we know any champions from there? I don't think so. I, I don't know about North Dakota, yeah. I don't think they got it like that. New Hampshire, I think they have some ballers. Hot take, non-shooting shooting guards is the top three worst archetype in the NBA. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. You can do what's in your job. Like, <laughs> How dare you the... my goat, Andre Roberson. <laughs> now non-spacing twos and fours that don't pass is by far the worst type of player to have right now cough cough jared vanderbilt damn i would say non yeah Scary i would agree to that non-spacing threes have just turned into fours and they're yeah. just constantly trying to find their space in the league so i could agree to that stuff man but all right y'all that's the end of the stream shout out to 800 of y'all that have been here the whole time holding it down for us we did some fun tiktok times we reacted to all the news it's a great stream, y'all. And we will see you next week. Excellent. Isaac, thank you for our Tummy Tuesdays. You're the greatest. Tummy <laughs> Tuesdays. Wow. Yeah. yeah let's, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here.